No, I'm kidding. If you want to grab one of the, okay. you can have one. Just one. Okay. Maybe if I'm good and you feel like I'm killing it, I could get another one. Yeah, if you're a good boy. I, I totally forgot. I'm that. in a I'm in a real mood, Luke. Who might get you? I know. I'm sorry. I was I didn't want to be. Ooh, can we squash beef there. on the air? This will be fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Do you do you want to? We're potting. You want to do it on? We're air? doing it on air. Oh, okay. We're doing it live. That's well, very unlike you. We're doing it live. Oh, the pod. The pod has already begun. What do you think? The pod's uh, always happening. The pod's already started, Luke. No more music ever because I decided that I don't I if I don't like people who make music and I don't like people who listen to music. So we're not going to do we're not going to do any type of music. It's weird. I'm I haven't even tested my headphones. You just sound like a dick. I don't know if that's I don't think it's true. Is it, I don't think I sound like a dick. Maybe turn up. You, you get a pass because I wouldn't call what oh, okay. you do music. <laughs> I wouldn't say what you make is, is music. Okay. It doesn't right. qualify. Right on. Uh, this is Dead Last Podcast, and I'm Brandon Valley. And you, Hi, I'm Luke Beeman. Um, I'm, j- I'm just uh, coming in hot here. We're coming we're in hot. We're set up here. We're, Brandon we're, has decided to do these we're cold doing openings. It, yeah, we're doing it cold. Uh, we're doing uh, it open. Throwing, they're throwing me for a loop to start off with, but um, that's how Brandon likes to keep people on this show. Yeah, going to keep toes. you on edge. On edge. Well, I'm not on edge, and now I'm comfortably in my chair, so I'm no longer on my chair. Well, toes. I'm on edge. So I've got the advantage now. We'll see. We'll see after we go through this. So we're gonna get. We're gonna start with some business, some hard pod business. Okay. All right. We got some critiques. Okay. We got some critiques from people. People have then been flapping their mouths, been yeah. running their mouths about us. Great. Okay. We're making it. Are these first two. You know what they say a, about uh, life is like Mario. Yeah. If you encounter enemies, you know you're going the right way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, they're haters, you know. Right. We got a lot of haters, so we're doing right. That's what Cardi B says. We're like a Cardi B kind of podcast. I, yeah, I'm with that. All right. Uh, these first two are from a person who has a basement full of t- TVs, so I don't think he has, you know, he should get a life maybe instead of spending his time critiquing our podcast. Let's you know? see. I, I think I know who this you might know? be. The first, the first critique pod's too long <laughs> said so the pod's too long yeah i mean we do this once a month right we it's do it more or less we do days, it once a month yeah. and you don't have to listen to the whole thing at once hey pause it say something right. for later if you're a little tired of it relax you don't have to take us all in at one time uh-huh. but you know what me i like a long pod i yeah. like a long pod and i'm gonna, not gonna shortchange this conversation you know we spit yeah. hot fire mm-hmm. at least i do you know in the podcast yeah yeah, and, you know? and um, you know, my mother shares the same thoughts. Um, my mom, Alice Beeman, who is a devout listener in Deadhead, has said, expressed that she thinks it's a bit long as well. Um, and I, you know, I, I totally see where they're coming from. I th- we haven't, our podcast is just like an untamed f- fire. You know what I yeah, mean? You- it's just like, if we, if you try and blow out the flames, it's just going to grow. So it's kind of like, yeah. we have just this wild style. Exactly. That's well just, said. So it's hard to contain. Yeah. You'll say. Also, uh, on the topic of your mother, she added me as friends on Facebook. Oh, great. Just want to reach out right now. Nice. Get ahead of this. Apologize for whatever <laughs> you see on my Facebook, but just be like my parents. Just pretend it's not there. It doesn't exist. I think my mom we will, will appreciate your humor on Facebook. That's fine. Okay. You, you, I hope you so. have some, some, some funny insight into life in Boston and, and just on planet Earth. I hope so. Uh, okay. Uh, second, um, this isn't the first time we've heard this criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sound alike. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've heard that. Let's just do a test right now. You say a racial slur, then I'll say the slur, and then we'll just we'll we'll see in post which one sounds 
if they sound exactly alike. So you go first. Okay. Uh, Wetback. Why would you say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Luke. I tried to think of I one was that doing, was prominent I was enough on a, South Park I was doing a culture. bit. I was doing a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I walked into that one. I thought it would be fun. And it was. And it was. Okay. Well, now we're going to have a new criticism. I'm going to have to add the list. <laughs> That's not a new criticism. You point sh- out that. Show. You point out my un-PC-ness in every episode. <sighs> okay. Go on. Okay. Our opinions are too good. That's another criticism uh. that we have. Yeah, sorry. Oh, well, that's a common one. Yeah, I guess. sorry about that. Um, uh, another uh, criticism: we drink too much. Okay, yeah, they're worried about us. Yeah, <laughs> they can tell we don't talk about it, but we we're always drinking. You know, it sounds like something my parole officer would say to me. <laughs> He's always saying that to me. Yeah, this might have been reaction to the year's end episode. Yeah, things got a little off the rails. Maybe like, it is my hour three there. Maybe it is my parole officer. Um, yeah, is that your parole officer who's making that complaint? Maybe. Okay. Do you know why I have a parole officer? Did I ever tell you about from that? From drinking? Well, yeah. Drinking related well, incident? I maimed a kid on Halloween. Oh. I thought he was a haunted puppet. <laughs> yeah. So I was drinking tequila and reading Goosebumps, and then I... Yeah. He surprised me. You maimed him? I maimed him, yeah. What is, what is that? I scratched him up and hurt him <laughs> real bad. You scratched him? Yeah. Just use your fingernails? Yeah. So now... That's well, an excellent Halloween uh, act parole. of violence. Yeah. Tequila and Goosebumps. Very you know? Black Panther. You get spooked out pretty easy. Um... Okay, uh, Brandon is too mean to Luke and also guess. I don't know. What do you think about that, Owen? <laughs> I'm just happy to Shut be Shut the a- fuck up, Owen. <laughs> we haven't introduced you yet. That was a test. You failed. I don't know. What about you, Luke? You think I'm too mean to you? No. Look at me. Look at me. No. You think I'm too mean I, to you? You're fine. Okay. I'm happy to know you. Okay, cool. I'm and sorry. that's it. Uh, that's it for the... For the criticisms that we take very easily, we're open to criticism. We take we, we take it fine. I think, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, I thought you took that fine. I think we're very open to criticism. Yeah. So if you have any comp- complaints or criticism, just please just throw them at us. We're a progressive it. podcast, and yeah. we want to progress. Yeah, I think we progress every time. I think every time it's fire. Yeah, I man, it's perfect. Um. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh. Let's introduce our guest now. Yeah. Uh. The first time you'll hear him on this pod. I hope I'm going to edit out whatever maybe he said before. Uh, please welcome Owen Linders. Hey. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, uh, Owen. Welcome welcome to the cast. Welcome back, Owen. I appreciate welcome to have you back. back, bud. I'm so excited to have be on this like racist grease fire of a podcast. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, should I have worn a track suit as well? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we do now. Oh, yeah. We are wearing windbreakers, aren't we? Yeah. It's spring. It is. I'm the one who looks ridiculous. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Owen walked in with new glasses and a Kangol hat looking like Samuel L. Jackson for some fucking reason. I don't know why, but. I'm trying a new thing. It's a thing. new look. It's a new, hot new look for him. <laughs> I like it. Well, look. In the actor's studio with Owen Linders. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, my grandfather died uh, years ago. And Boo. <laughs> so he haunts this Kangol hat, and I uh, wear it, and he gives me wisdom and advice. Uh, on life like your very own spectral jeff cool. yeah it's kind of amazing i mean most of his advice is as racist as your guest host here. yeah it's yeah. a pretty nightmarish individual yeah, we got to keep things fiery yeah, yeah i guess so. breed controversy breeds listenership i guess that's true yeah so Owen, is this like Cardi a ratatouille B? kind of situation here where um he can kind of direct you physically yeah if if, <laughs> if, if ratatouille was 
just angry and Irish the whole time. Uh, <laughs> just work. most of what he says, he just whispers to me. It's just very anti-Italian, which is a group we're still allowed to make fun of. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's fun. All's uh, fair uh, game on this podcast. So. Buono serata. You know what I mean? These guys get professionale. Yeah, I have no idea, but yeah. In bocca al lupo. Hell yeah! Right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Italians, got uh, two weeks ago. Uh, an actress from Sopranos followed Sarah on Instagram, and this week, an actor from Sopranos followed me on Facebook, and me as friends. Yeah, what do you think I about saw that? you post about. It. So who, who can you? Uh, well, I need to know who they are before I think. It's anything. the guy who plays uh, the bartender at the Bada Bing who gets beat up by Tony all the time. That guy. I guess he's a comedian in New Hampshire. Okay. Huh. Yeah. It does. It Congrats. does. It does seem like if you were really excited about this, you might have. Do you know his name? Yeah. Oh, cool. I just don't want to say it. I don't I mean, you can figure it out, but I feel weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... Yeah. But he added me. I was like... And then I found that out. I'm like, nice. that's awesome. That I is love, pretty fucking sick. I love Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a comedian now. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Wait, how old is this I don't know. He's a comedian. He's probably wicked old. I don't know. He seems kind of old. Yeah. Mm. This is going to be fun. Yeah. You should post more content about the Sopranos. Or yeah. less. More content. I feel like every, I, I get a overload on maybe, it and just yeah. see if eventually every, every six months sticks. I'll have a Sopranos-ish content about trying to join a crime syndicate or wanting to do Sopranos kind of crime. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you could do stand-up in that uh, Simpson Soprano shirt that people used to wear a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Where, like, the O is a donut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a, that was a good Hot that, Topic that, shirt. That, that, that was a hot seller Hot Topic. Yeah, my favorite one was uh, the one by one, the penguins steal my sanity. Oh, man, yeah. I had a shirt that said, don't make me get my flying monkeys. Ah, that one was terrible. Also a top seller. Yeah, I, really I had bad. the one. I think that... I wore it for my fucking sixth grade school photo, too, <laughs> to immortalize <laughs> Hot Topic <laughs> for some reason. I, I had one that said, I don't have ADD. Oh, wait, what is that, a squirrel or something? Like that? <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, that, that, that. That wouldn't fly today. Yeah. I love that it was a black shirt and, with white font, and mm. it just it looked like the title card for just a terrible show you would never watch or something yeah. like that. It was it was a really considered thing when you think about it. That's a, Graphically, I don't think there's mm-hmm. been a, another cool tea like that like ever since. Like the Sopranos? Since. The Simpsons D? Yeah, I, I can't think of it. Just white on black. Yeah, white on black. Oh, look at it. I don't like this. Oh. Whatever shirt this is. Oh. Oh, it's my band. It's just a white text on a black shirt. It's what my band shirt is. I it's iconic and perfect in Thank every you. which way. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's more like, it's kind of like narcissism a little bit, but <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Well, I do like um, that it, I mean, talking about something you're wearing definitely translates to a uh, podcast. And Thank you. Yeah, oh, no, it's, yeah. no, it's perfect. You've managed to hmm. uh, quietly. Love advertise it. it. It's perfect. Right. I didn't walk in to record this podcast today. That isn't that's only audio recorded to promote yeah. my band. But um, there was an opportunity to bring it up here, and I, and and it fit as you pointed out. So yeah, yeah, you. no, it's perfect. It's always good to follow uh, racism on a podcast with visual bits and so, so, and vicious self promotion. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> well, as long as my agendas are out there, yeah, yeah. Then I don't have to feel it's bad. Perfect. Like I have to hide them anymore. <laughs> you are truly the Donald Trump of Austin. <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. Well, we're getting woke up in here. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys don't know, we had Owen on last time for our Predator uh, extravaganza. Mm, one of my faves. Which got us into The Guardian, which hey, launched yeah. us into stardom and multi-millionarism. Did, it, did they it? ever reach out to talk to you about anything? No, they just put us on there. Thank God you Google yourself constantly. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. all I do. Yeah, so we mm. found it. Well, it's bizarre to think that like a massive periodical like that which ostensibly should be telling people the news they they have a list of podcasts they want to promote i guess to their listeners 
or readers, but they don't tell those podcasts that they're going to do it. Yeah. And right. I just, like, I, what if we never found out about that? What if we never had that little trophy to hold above our heads? Yeah. Where yeah, our be? podcast would be worthless. It'd be worthless. Yeah, so get it together, we New need, York Times. Yeah, accolades. Maybe yeah. we've already been in the New York Times. Maybe they do the same thing. Yeah, maybe we've you know? been. This is going to be in Vanity Fair, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that oh, would, thank God. Uh, that would be finally. perfect. Finally. If we mm. could land a Vanity spot in Fair. Vanity Fair. VF, baby. VF. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. We'll change your name to VF to Vanity Fair Podcast if they want. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit. Dead Last Podcast brought to you by Vanity Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. We're just, just, nice just, just straight right up Vanity Fair podcast. Right. It's, just, it's still the same. It's about horror movies. Dead Last Podcast brought to you by The New Yorker. And the, it's the Vanity like... Fair Witch Project, even. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Vanity Fair Witch Project. Very... Right. The Fair <laughs> Witch. The next know, step. What a... <laughs> it's so stupid. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I don't. I don't uh, have one, yeah. and I just want to note that I really respect both of you guys for leaning into it because you both immediately regretted it. You're like, <laughs> but, but oh, though that God. was good. I love it. We'll edit it out. So we no leave it in. Edit leave it, it all in. Uh, I disagree with your mother. Podcast should be longer. Um, I love that. Get through the day. We we lo- we uh, it was five Predator movies, correct? Or yeah, uh, five. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Predator, Predator Two, Predators, and both AVPs. Oof. Yeah. So all five of those movies, they recommended the first podcast in the series because it's one of two. Because obviously we had to split it up because we were talking for like mm-hmm. twelve hours about all the most perfect movies that have ever been made. Mm-hmm. And after that, they didn't recommend the second one. Which I wonder if there was like, do you think that there that people don't get how important the Predator movies are? Because, or do you think that the Guardian just doesn't understand that there's really there's an untapped market for people to listen to Predator-based podcast. Oh, you're, so you're yeah. saying that they promoted the part one. They pro- only episode. promoted part mm-hmm. one. And so I was obviously livid on. about this. Yeah. yeah, they moved on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I threatened Flavor them. of the week, yeah, huh? Yeah. That's all we were with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just a fleeting thing. You you stopped caring after Used and Gary Busey's not in the franchise anymore. I that's guess that's just such it. a poser thing to do. That's what it is to them. Well, New York Times are a bunch of posers, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of nerds. Yeah. This is gonna be a very weird overlap for your market. <laughs> like, if yeah. you go, if you guys go very anti New York Times during your podcast, pro Vanity yeah. Fair, anti New York <laughs> Times, baby. Yeah, it's fucking Boston, baby. Fuck New York. Yeah, we, well, here, yeah. here in Boston, we read fucking Vanity Fair. All right, kid. <laughs> this is our. That's fucking what we city. do. This is our we, fair city. We, we fucking we do fucking opiates and we fucking read Vanity Fair. That's what Jesus. we fucking do. And we just pump out Wahlberg yeah. brother after Wahlberg mm-hmm. brother. Patriots yeah. Day. This is our very fucking fair city. Deepwater Horizon. Kid. Yep, I was fucking there. Have you seen Lone Survivor? It was yeah. pornographic and that disgusting. happened in fucking Worcester. Yeah, Lone yeah. Survivor. Yeah. I was born Absolutely. in New York, so no comment. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg fought the Taliban in Worcester. It fucking happened, dude. Yeah. That's what I heard, mate. I got a fucking buddy out there. Oh, yeah. Shawnee? Yeah. Worcester Taliban? Yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah. The fucking Worcester Ice Cats. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, today we're talking about, we're going to talk about uh, brain slug movies, right? Yeah. Brain slugs. Brain slugs. Brain slugs. That's exciting stuff. Yeah. So what other, uh, what other brain slug movies we got here besides the three that we're going to do <clears throat> yeah you know, i mean you, you know, know. I, I was starting to make compile a little bit of a list of brain slugs and pop culture here okay um so let's start from the, the beginning maybe with a thing from another world later adapted to john carpenter's the thing so oh, okay that's um, a pretty early kind of version of it you know um it was a slug it well was that's the slug? question i mean it might not have been exactly slugs you know it was like pods 
Um, it, it, it's okay. about uh, it was I'm about to an... separate that because otherwise we're going to body snatcher territory. Yeah, well, okay. You're, similar you're right, in, assimil- right. in assimilation themes. They're not a brain slug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, they they share you know they share elements. It, that was pods and pod people and clones. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's um a lot of pod stuff. There's actually. pod stuff, but yeah, they're not specifically slugs. So then, so maybe um 1958, the Blob might be a better example. Yeah, you know, I noticed a lot of Blob stuff. Obviously. A lot of Blob references. A lot of Blob. Movies. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a, there's some Blobishness, especially in the animation and practical effects, which mm-hmm. I am deeply into. But yeah. I I thought that the what's funny is like the the brain slug stuff. It pops up. I was watching Young Justice. They they like recent readaption. Oh yeah, Justice Young Justice League. rules. But there's a couple of clips where like there's a straight up brain slug in it. And I was like, fucking hell yeah. yeah they use it to take over the Justice League or whatever. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh there's like episodes of X Files that do this. Yeah. There's I saw some terrible mm-hmm. episodes of uh Stargate SG one mm. legit yeah. show. There's an X Files episode that's pretty much the thing where they go to Antarctica yep. and there's brain slugs that are taking people there's, over. There's a series of mm-hmm. Val Kilmer movies involving brain slugs. The Saw. Yep. What? Know. The Thaw. My man. Yeah. yeah I know it too. It was terrible. It was I a terrible know. movie. Yeah, they thought a woolly mammoth, and it's got brain slugs in it. Okay. And then two people uh, have unprotected sex and pass brain slugs to each other. Okay. Much like the movie Shivers, which is a Cronenberg, uh-huh. uh, Cronenberg's first movie, which is about uh, slugs that take people over alien slugs, but it has to be passed through okay. uh, sexual uh, contact. Okay. I love that you violent sexual contact. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Rough stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, there's also uh, Puppet Masters, obviously. The whole, you know, like I never, I never watched Puppet Masters. I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, there's a whole brain sluggy. But also, wasn't that based? Wait, on like like Puppet Master, like with the puppets? No, no, like the alien Puppet Master. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, I, don't I never watched that. that one. Well, there's a real good chance that we may need to edit this part out because I am talking out of my ass. It could be true. I think maybe I saw it on the list. Yeah, um, you could. That's the thing, you know. There are thing. There's elements of and stuff like um, Wrath of Khan. There's a torture scene with the brain yeah. slug in Star Trek. There's. It's also a reference in the Abrams 2009 Star Trek. There's a torture scene with the uh, the Romulan, where it's like um, it's got perf- um, Commander Pike or whatever, and he's threatening him with a brain slug and pops yeah. it right in his ear there. Uh, uh, Futurama episode, one of my favorites, a brain slug episode. Yeah, yeah. Brain yeah, slug. Well, Hermes, they've all just where you can physically they just have a yeah, green it's, slug yeah, on, their on their heads. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I posted about it on Facebook, and uh, Alan Richardson said uh, Jason goes to hell. Oh my he god, because the, wow. the brain slug, the brain slug, yeah, it's yeah, he's kind of a brain slug, yeah, because he like possesses yeah. people. Yeah, and that reminds me actually, I, I feel like um, there's a nightmare on Elm Street that has some brain slugs in it as well. Um, I know sometimes Freddy just likes to like poke his tongue into people's ears, but. Um, is there a brain slug in any nightmare? I don't remember. I haven't Maybe. seen them. I haven't seen all of them. So. How would we describe? We wouldn't describe species as brain sluggish, would we? Because some of the infection sort of stuff seems yeah, to have elements of. Sorry, assim- assimilation think, stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. an alien Definitely assimilation comparable. film. Well, then yeah. I guess we could go with Mimic too. Some of those, the Sentinel. Mimic one shows was... up when you, uh, as a re- re- um, recommended movie, when I watched, I think like Slither or something like that. So, oh. I mean, it's very you know insect body horror mm. invasion kind of shit. It's interesting. I, I, because I feel like for the three movies that we're gonna do. Uh, one of the creeps, faculty, and Slither, a lot of them harken back to like the idea, like the blob, yeah, and like all these old movies. But I, I have trouble understanding what the direct connection is to that, other than um, 
you, you know, invasion of the body snatchers, which they reference Be- in the faculty. Because I, yeah, because I feel like I don't know what is before uh, whether Cronenberg's was first or Night of the Creeps. I think Night of the Creeps. Before Night of the Creeps, I don't know where this brain slug thing is coming from. I feel like there's something bigger and older than that that I'm not understanding. What's the Cronenberg movie? What they're referencing. Uh, Shivers. 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 So but, uh, that, that was 1975, so that was before Night of the Creeps. What's interesting is in the faculty, they bring up the discussion between uh, Puppet Master versus uh, pot, or Shit, it's not... Pod people. There's actually a di- it's a different name for it, but mm. apparently, according to the characters in the faculty, one is actually a rip off of the other, and this is very confirmable mm. if you want to Google it real quick. Sure, but I believe well, like the strangers, the Heinlein one that they reference or something. Well, in so how did this work in Night of the Creeps? The detective is actually reading the original book that all this is based on. What's it called? Uh, I think it's called Puppet Masters. Okay, but I think it was just a book. Um, I think that this is just yet again another example in which you, we should just have Ken Reed around at all times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. He was I, the one that told us about Night of the Creeps yeah, originally. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I hit him up today. I was just like, hey, I'm on a podcast talking about Night of the Creeps, and he was immediately like, great flick. And I was like, yes, you are right. And I, <laughs> I, I love... I love all of these movies for different reasons. Um, I don't know if we're are we ready to get into it. Yeah, well, well so let's. Uh, I feel like it's important to kind of talk about all of them at once a little sure. bit before we go into a specific movie because I sure. want to talk sure. about yeah. that a little bit. Um, you know? And to answer your question, Owen, so The Puppet Masters was a 1951 science fiction novel um, in which American secret agents battle parasitic invaders from outer space. Is that Heinlein? Uh, yes, Heinlein cool. is the okay. author. Yep, and um, and it says here that um, the novel evokes a sense of paranoia later captured in the 1956 film Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, okay, cool. So, um, and Invasion of the Body Snatchers also is kind of based off like the thing from outer space a little bit, uh, or what? Um, so the the book that that's um, who goes there, right? Yeah. Is the mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, that was originally. Yeah. So it's all these kind of 50s science fiction invasion novels. I mean, and they're all just about communism, which yeah. is great. Right. Yeah, right. But but it, it's still weird to me that a lot of these movies, especially Night of the Creeps and Slither, seem to kind of reference an older idea of that, but they're not really imposters. Faculty, they're imposters. Yep, these right. other people is very, they're not passing, you know? They're, they're not, not pa- They're not trying to be yeah, undetected. Yeah, they're not the, passing. Oh, yeah, at, they're, they're, they're simply gestating the, yeah, the worm right, in order right. to spread it. Um, I loved... I, as I said, I love all these movies for a lot of reasons, but I love that in in rewatching all of them, I remember liking them for different reasons or not getting them at the time. Because like Night of the Creeps is the one I definitely saw the the youngest, and it was um on oh I think I talked to you about this, uh, but uh, I watched Alligator when I was like way too young. And that movie is terrifying. Well, yeah, we just did it uh, it's, uh, on a, our Scale Boys episode. I like I like snuck out of bed while like staying at my grandfather's house because he had cable, and I put on the Sci Fi Channel and I watched like Puppet Masters. I watched um, Night of the Creeps and Alligator and Alligator Two. Was it one sitting? I don't know. I think it's I mean, one. It could be kind of traumatic as a young. Honestly, boy. I think it's like one memory. Yeah. But I think my body was just like shut down. Yeah. And but I remember being absolutely terrified of Night of the Creeps. I thought when I was in high school, I thought uh, <laughs> the faculty was like the coolest thing. And then like Slither came out, you know, when I was in college, and I just thought it was like a straight up horror movie. And I watched it, mm. but it was like in the Nathan Fillon, you know. Um, like uh, his renaissance right after Firefly. Yeah. But like in rewatching all of these, I was like, 
I was blown away by how funny most of these are. I think the faculty was trying to be funnier. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. that I think that Night of the Creeps was just such an unbelievably good movie that I just di- I didn't get how great and funny it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. yeah. I think that's what unites all of them though, is like that they're very they're uh, you know, group of losers taking on the conforming overall group and then uh they're just trying not to get wormed. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of similarities with them. Um, but, yeah, what, did you want to get into something before we get into it? Uh, yeah, and it is just weird, because uh, when I did choose these, I'm like, these are the best brain soak movies, but it also just so happens that they're both, like, you messaged, uh, messaged me about this, too, I thought about it before, uh, that they're three just perfect encapsulations of their time. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, Nether Creeps 80s, Faculty mm-hmm. 90s, yeah. and then Slither 2000s. Yeah, totally. They're, it's perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect progression of this uh, kind of, like, same idea. Right, uh, and I thought that was really interesting. And they're both meta t- in terms of the movies that were coming out around that time. They're very self-aware and self-referential. All, th- all three of them, the faculty the least, but Night of the Creeps and Slither are completely out of control referential movies yeah. to to other horror. Oh yeah, it, and it's all wild. the names of the characters. Yeah, and the, it's it's oh, yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's it's ham-fisted almost. It, how hard do they pay homage to yeah, the those It's just so strange to me. I feel like there's just something that I'm not getting. <laughs> about how all three of them are just like love love letters to the genre so much. Well, that's because we didn't grow up thing. in the 50s seeing double so. features I love that of yeah. alien invasion movies. Yeah. I bet if we got on like the IMDb page, they all have like one production insistent in common yeah. who has just kept <laughs> yeah. on inserting shit into right, the background. Right, right. Like, Let's put another <laughs> poster up here of Jason. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Plan oh, yeah. nine, get it, guys? Yeah. Um, Which they are watching in one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that my favorite thing was watching the clothing kind of evolve. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in each one of them, but I just remember I was looking at the clothing in the 80s movie, and I was just like, hey, man, like this, that's pretty sweet. And then watching it in the 90s movie, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I used to do that. I used to wear the the long sleeve tee. Josh under Hartnett. The, Josh Hartnett. Cool. His, his flared hair. It spiked in the back. And he had bangs somehow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, it's yeah, no, look. dressed like that, too. And yeah. then <laughs> he was cool. He was he was, he was was too cool for school. Yeah. Then, and then I, I loved watching, like, in Slither, and I was just looking at what people were wearing. I was like, yeah, nothing about this is bad, and all of this will last forever, and everything will stay in fashion, and we all look fine now. So that's great. Uh, <laughs> well, except you for not wearing a windbreaker. Oh, yeah. you yeah, son of a true. bitch. On that note. <laughs> well, so uh, right. can we, real quick, before yeah. we go into it, it, there was something I wanted to bring to your guys' attention. Absolutely. I thought you were going to cut to commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Adidas Windbreakers. Yeah. Adidas Windbreakers. Um, so the, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there is no Wikipedia page for brain slugs. And I don't know if this is kind of like a red flag. Maybe somebody doesn't want us to, to know? know any information on brain slugs. I have a good idea that it might be. Um, but so, um, <laughs> so I thought maybe before we get into the movies, um, we could go through some just brain slug overall facts. Okay, I'll, I'll read you some stuff I I compiled, and you guys feel free to jump in and add or whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Just and this gives the listener a little bit of context for what these little guys are up to. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So these uh because there's no Wikipedia to reference, which is how um, most millennials get their info nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know we have to kind of form our own opinions, which isn't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so so some brain slug facts we ba- that we know based on horror movies. Uh, they usually originate from outer space, usually some sort of alien fluid or goo. Sometimes accidentally sent to Earth, like a Night of the Creeps, or sometimes intentionally with the purpose of infecting and spreading across the planet, like in Slither. Fair enough to mm-hmm. say? 
Absolutely. So that's how they start. And then the original form is different from what it then becomes. It usually begins as a pod or some kind of enclosed something or other. Um, and then a slug or an ooze infects a primary host attaching itself to the brain. Mm-hmm. Usually a, a king or queen of the hive mind. Yes. A, a master. Of, exactly. Mm-hmm. I also find that at this, at this critical juncture, there is a uh, red herring host who was identified early as in the faculty with that one mm. that one teacher who had cancer who like melted when she was infected. Yeah. That happens Very true. but also at the same time the in the Night of the Creeps the jock dude who was out in the woods poking the thing with a stick he was the initial infected. Right. I think that, that is for some reason it's on those two movies where you like it appears. I think Slither stands out in that the first person it hit is the main host, is the main host right. throughout. And I thought that that was what because he sort of defines, I forget the actor's name, but he's amazing in it. Um, Tom Atkins? What, what's oh, it? no, sorry. In, no, uh, in it's Slither. Slither. Oh, in Slither. Oh, Nate Fillion? No, uh, the. Uh, uh, Michael Rooker? Yeah, yeah, Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Rooker yeah. Rooker's voice sort of defines what the alien invasion is. Yes. The other ones are like different minded and more, I don't know, ant like, I would suppose. Yeah. I think yeah, I yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, so um, this is followed by an incubation process where the thrug, the, the slugs kind of multiply. And in this process, the host becomes zombie-like, usually, uh, devoid of human emotion. But then it seems like they keep memories and speech habits intact, which could be to kind of deceive those around him. And this fluctuates now. This is kind of yeah. when we're talking about more into that faculty invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing. But this incubation process where the slug doesn't want people to know that it's the main host. Yeah, sometimes it depends on uh, yeah whether it just wants to straight up uh, simulate and you know through espionage mm-hmm. take over the world or just outright we're gonna just explode a bunch of people into more slugs you know to right in order to right. take over and in the fact that obviously it's more trying to assimilate and stuff mm-hmm. um, okay but it so does want to be all but you know, no, right, always that, wants that to high be mind, all baby. So this is the incubation process. So then after this, this is when the brain slugs attempt to spread to as many people as possible, usually with the goal of mass infestation and planet domination. Like the Zerg in StarCraft. Have you guys ever played StarCraft? No. No, but no one's ever heard of this game. Totally uh, brain slug. Sorry about that. Um, Real Protoss over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Bazinga. And then there's usually that moment in the movies where like somebody's head explodes and tons of slugs come out, you know, where the slugs have been incubating or something. Oh, yeah. There's a, 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 a real nasty creepy crawler moment. I really, at this point, we got to come up with a sweet term for that, that first that slug explosion. explosion. Mm. They, do, they do that in um, the Cloverfield Paradox, too. Yep. Not yes. just because they needed it to rip off. They rip off every death and everything from all their movies. In, in a shitty way. In the Cloverfield Paradox. Shit. Yeah, they're just like, well, we don't have brain slugs, but we'll just fill his head with earthworms and it'll explode. Right. What do you think about that? That's all that in movie. Right. 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 You didn't yeah. like the okay, good. Yeah, put it in. You didn't yeah. like the Cloverfield yeah. Paradox. I didn't. It's like, okay, but I did not like it's it. It's a rip off of like just a million different things. It's it's like struck directly. It's str- mm-hmm. it struck me as such a strange movie, yeah. but like yeah. it was it was so well done in many like sci-fi things. But I was just like, is it? I, at at a certain point, I was like, oh, I thought this was a TV show, right? Because it started so many things, and then they were like, oh, we're not addressing any of it. I was like, right, cool, That's man. Kind of yeah. Snip, snip, snip. Very, very Netflixy okay. thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of good body exploding into insects, um, I rewatched The Mist recently, which Yo. is a, I really, really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, when they find the guy in the pharmacy and he's covered with spiders and he just falls down and spiders explode out of his That was dope. Oh, yeah. That's quite intense. Yep. Um, okay, so then at this point, um, you know, people, it's time to kill, it's time to salt the snail, okay? 
So, and the ways to kill the, the, the slugs, you know, are pretty similar to that of a normal slug. Salt, fire, chemical powder, meth. research chems, meth, all yeah. that shit. Um, things rarely work out for the brain slugs. There's not, I can't really think of an instance where the slugs win. Yeah, they usually, you don't usually get out of the first town. Right. It's kind of like the, <laughs> yeah, right. it's the one power, town yes, the it's power Rangers, Rita Repulsa kind of thing. First Angel Grove. <laughs> Than the world. Yeah. Well, here's right. the problem this with the ver- brain this slugs. This town first. <laughs> yeah. Start here. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> then the world's the, gonna the, get it. The town this, is yeah. always for the. The yeah. plan's always for the small town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they can never quite get yeah. that. <laughs> Not, they can't even make it to like a moderate yeah. size problem. <laughs> this is yeah. our Not the next Normandy. Time never. No. I, I love that. The, here's the problem with the brain slugs, and this is why their plan will never work. It's because they keep landing in America, USA. 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 Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Jingoist podcast. Deadlast podcast. <laughs> that could be a good uh, idea for a movie, though. Yeah, they, they come to like Venice or something. Yeah, it would just it would be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Socialized that, medicine. That's what the, it is. The, the, yeah, the uh, manpower or the uh, the stable genius running the place to, to keep everything. Absolutely. I do love know. that uh, there's... um, uh, Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? There always, there always does seem to be a phase wherein somebody who is either like too young, too drunk, or... Um, in some way, like uh, like not believable, is one of the first people to realize the slug situation is occurring, brings it to the authority figures who are just like, <laughs> that corpse on the lawn, somebody probably chopped it in its face open to you know make the prank better. Yeah. <laughs> you, you silly woman. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why this is to, oh, that's the third type of person who doesn't get believed. It's just always a woman right. who's just like, hey, um, that guy's face, uh, worms came out of it. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> For how, it's, it's, okay. uh, for how self-aware these movies are, the authorities are always, it takes a, a lot of convincing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I do like, oh, how about this movie, this movie, this movie? Like, no. <laughs> I just wish that there was one time when there was an alien invasion and there was a cop who was like, fucking thank God. Right, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, that that uh, embraced the uh, the hero role. Yeah. Um, and then that brings us to our, my very last thing is that a uh, brain slug invasion time is a great time to develop a relationship with a girl that you like. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, at the end, you will win her you as a trophy. Her. And her whatever boyfriend or husband she has will die at the hands yes, of the brain slugs. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't even worry. So that's, a, that's an important thing for um, mm-hmm. it's a good lesson to young, learn. Young, young people seeking love out there. Mm-hmm. If you barely have a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. go through some trauma, you will get their relationship and love as a trophy for... Uh, your deeds yeah That's and it's, it's not like you know sandra bullock and speed where she keeps saying to keanu like you know 99 percent of relationships based on traumatic experiences don't work out it's like yeah well that was a bus you know brain slugs are a whole different kind of intimacy yeah. i think so absolutely i mean it didn't work out they broke up that didn't for, for speed, speed for too, speed too yeah, and yeah. then she got in the guy from lost boys yeah yeah but she's yeah. also dating the guy who's also on in the squad with keanu like isn't it pretty messed up like, I don't know yeah. if you knew that about the plot of Speed 2. I never watched Speed 2. Oh, but. Okay, so the reason you want to watch it is no reason. But uh, in it, she's <laughs> dating... a buoy. Go to the, the, the boat's going to hit the buoy. It's, it's, it's Dennis, going too fast. Is it, no, Dennis Hopper's... Over. Oh, it, it's Willem Dafoe, isn't Willem it? Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. Willem Dafoe plays a computer programmer uh, slash engineer who designs systems for boats, sure, and he, he goes crazy because of copper poisoning. Again, what? And he, Hell yeah. he fills a bathtub full of leeches to get the copper out of his body, which is why I'm very surprised you haven't seen it. <laughs> so there are, it's kind of a slug. Kind of a brain slug. slug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain you can talk motors. about it. You're allowed. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. But in it, like the relationship that Sandra Bullock is in, she's dating a cop who is in 
the strike team that Keanu Reeves is in. Oh, hell yeah. And it oh, just wow. comes up That's as like a, a funny random thing to throw in there. She's like, they're like, oh, he's part of the Suicide Squad. And she's like, oh, my ex was in the Suicide Squad. It's, I don't know it why. It didn't I've... work out because it was dramatic. Yeah, no, yeah it's man. so dumb. But um, I mean, we're in a boat. Uh, uh, quick addendum. I wanted to just offer this. One thing that I think defines a good brain slug body uh, invasion movie is that there's a post credit scene in which it is indicated that it is, inf- it is not over. Mm-hmm. And that it's true for Slither, that's true mm-hmm. for Night of the Creeps, it's true for The Thing. I think it's true for all the greatest ones of all time. Yeah, yeah because that does kind of beg the question. It's usually that they save the small town, and it's like, okay, well, they you know saved the small town, but... There's all. It's like, but what if they didn't get the very last thing? These are supposed right. to be such like small yeah. parasites, and that's a great way to end these. Is that that they are legion? The baby. world still might end. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we, yeah, we gotta get into it. Yeah, those are our. Well, now we've got. Now we've laid our foundation, our groundwork. All right, let's build. So we it. don't have to explain the plot of any of these movies. Let's right, get to getting. Uh, let's go in order. Let's do uh, Night of the Creeps. So Night of the Creeps, baby. When you were before. Look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. I wish I was special. So fucking special But I'm a Night of the Creeps. So this is from uh, 1986, and this was um, written and directed by Fred Decker. Um, it stars Jason Lively as Chris, Steve Marshall as JC, Jill Whitlow as Cynthia, and our man Tom Atkins as Detective Ray Cameron. Pretty much as himself. Pretty much mm. just as Tom Atkins, same as in Maniac Cop. And um, synopsis here is... In 1959, an alien experiment crashes to Earth and infects a fraternity member. They freeze the body, but in modern day, two geeks pledging a fraternity accidentally thaw the corpse, which proceeds to infect the campus with parasites that transform their hosts into killer zombies. Hell yeah. Good times. Uh, So first thing, directed by Fred Decker, uh, who is fantastic. He uh, wrote House. Um, Wait, what, what are the other sick movies that he wrote? He did Monster or, Squad, right? Yeah, he Monster directed. Squad. He directed wrote Monster Squad. Uh, he is writing the new Predator that's coming out that with Shane Black. Yeah, they're yeah. writing it together. Yeah, because cool. he's they've done tons of stuff together. They've written a lot together. I actually started when I was researching this movie. I uh, read probably a quarter of this script that was unreleased by Shane Black and uh, Fred Decker that they wrote. That was John Carpenter was going to do it with. Um, uh, Kurt Russell, mm. and it never happened. It's called Shadow Company. What? And it's about mm. these zombie soldiers. 
they're like cognizant zombies, but they're like just they're fucked up people. This sounds like a comic yeah. book that I wrote and never released. It's called, pretty wild. It's the called the Corpse cool. Corpse, yeah. and uh, it was pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty good, right? That was pretty good. Corpse right, Corpse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, Zombie should, Army. Should, hey, I like that, Owen. Yeah, yeah. You tell you tell twenty one year old Owen to get his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> he had some dynamite in his hand. Oh, that's great. You so, can, you, it's on the internet. You guys should check it yeah, out. Yeah, so this, this really script cool. kind of has like a cult following and shit, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's... Wouldn't surprise me if one day they, they made it. I mean, maybe not at this point with John Carpenter and Kurt Russell, but it would be cool if if still Shane Black and uh, Fred Decker could do it. Hell yeah. Some classic nom stuff going on. So I one thing I was curious about with this movie is that it achieved... Cult, uh, sorry, not uh, uh, Night of the Creeps. It achieved cult status, you know, years later. And I was just curious what you guys are. You're obviously horror aficionados, mm. but it really apparently re- achieved markets success with its like VHS release. Like it mm. didn't really gain steam. And I'm just curious what you guys think it is that makes a cult movie like not initially succeed at the box office, but then kill it over the years when people like really get it. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? Word of mouth and the fact that critics absolutely hate horror movies. They hate them. They shit all over them, mm-hmm. and people pay attention to that. Yeah. But so people won't go see it in theater. But it's a lot easier to get something at the video store. Like you and your friends go to the video store and you rent a movie, and then you talk about it and talk about it. Right. And then it, soon enough, it just like it, it snowballs. Okay. You know. And I, I think, think that's that, really it. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And then I think also just sci-fi and horror are just genres that can kind of get better with age. Like mm-hmm. in the time, they can seem like they're trying hard, and it. They yeah. come across as not, as bad in the eyes of film critics, but then, like the practical effects in certain eighties movies, film critics out dismiss it as as stupid and cheesy. But then that cheese factor becomes fun for actual horror fans. Sure. And then later, it kind of you know you, you look back on it fondly, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's it, it it takes time for that to to happen, and that's how things become cult classics. You know, and also you're willing to risk. Uh, so much less on renting a movie versus going to see a movie in theaters. Oh, you're not tying your whole evening up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just, I, cause I, as I mentioned, when I saw this as a kid, I didn't get it. Like, I really thought this was a straight horror movie. I remember, I think, I didn't pee my pants, but I like that part where Tom Atkins is laying down and he's about to explode himself and all the slugs gear up and launch themselves at him. I remember that moment as just being oh, yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I watched it again. I was like, and I was on a plane that had turbulence at the time. And I <laughs> told my girlfriend, I was like, I'm crying on an unrelated reason. Uh, but <laughs> I was just like, I remember that moment. And I was just like, this is like, just, it's well done. It's well crafted. It's funny. Like, and I just, mm-hmm. I can't imagine seeing that in theaters at the time. And not, like, if you're a critic and you're and you give something like this a bad review, I was like, I don't think you're good at this. I don't think you're good at calling winners if you think something like this isn't excellent. They just have no respect for the idea of the genre for for fun, even for what it is. It just seems right. it, it would just seem crass. Hmm. To them, yeah, when, they, when you can't get past that initial judgment yeah. that this is lowbrow shit. Pornography. You're you're you're, mm-hmm. you're preventing yourself from ever seeing any worth or merit. Yeah. So that's they can't walk through the door to look at the room. You know, it's sure. not even right going to do it. But I also so. think like really good movies, like they're um, it scared you as a kid because it's good. It's like an effective, well made movie. Like me and my brother always talk about Evil Dead, how we never thought it was a comedy until we got older. Like the Evil Dead movie just scared oh, the shit out of yeah. us as kids. When you, and watch when the, you get older, you're like, oh, this is actually really funny. When you, you know? watch yeah. the like the claymation as right. everybody decays at the end, I remember watching that in a tent. Like that's how like it was on a VHS that somebody ran a 
uh, like an extension cord to their tent and we watched it like all crowded around yeah. a small TV. And like, I can see that that is maybe the more the, the organic process that allows something to become like a cult classic. But it just seemed to me that horror, as you said, maybe the fact that they, that critics don't really respect it. It seems like more often than not, that is how like a horror movie doesn't get recognized until like 10 years later. And like without fail, it is, it's just always seems to be a horror right. movie that was making some sort of social commentary, had good practical effects, and then had a couple of actors in it who were in their like first role who brought it. Right. And yeah. I just, a, something about it always like, there seems to be yeah. something universal about these ones that just so wind a up lag. being called. Yeah. But I yeah. also, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. And I, and I wonder if that's still going to be the case. And I um, am kind of, not optimistic that it will be for a lot of um, like horror movies in like the two thousands and stuff like that, where it's like, are we going to look back and be like, oh, that CGI was so shitty, like, oh, that's so fun? I don't think so. You know, I think bad practical effects is still fun. You know, oh yeah, absolutely. but bad CGI is just kind of like intolerable. Or will it be? I mean, bit. who knows? Maybe in ten years, shitty CGI will be funny. Like when everyone uses virtual reality and VR for video games, I mean, like bad graphics. I guess like are watching, a gimmick like as well. Watching the Lawnmower Man is like kind of funny. You know what I mean? Have you watched Lawnmower no, Man? Because it's just it's there's so much uh, <laughs> CGI, so much, so much. Like that's the whole thing. It's okay. awful, yeah. but it's kind of funny. In, right. Like what it is, how laughably bad. Right. But I feel like there's probably a middle ground there, and that's really yeah. shitty. And not like the 2000s were a great. We weren't a great moment for the genre, anyways. Besides, like J horror uh, rehashes and stuff like that. There was not yeah. too much. One you know? thing I I thought that. I, maybe this is just me, but I think that whenever I think practical effects age so much better than CGI, yeah, for just everything from Marvel movies to whatever, yeah. But I think that for some reason, mentally, when I see uh, practical effects that don't currently hold up, like when I watch The Thing and you know all the work that went into mm -hmm. it, and like when you see that head ooze off the table and then grow legs and stalks and stuff, and like that was like six dudes puppeteering it and it's yeah. insane right for some reason i bet there was a whole team behind some of the special effects in the faculty but cgi always reads as lazy to me yeah even though it may take just as many people millions of dollars well, because it's, it's but it's it's less physical it's like a couple guys huddled around a laptop that yep. isn't like cool like when you see pictures of ash on the alien set and yep. people underneath him and stuff like that there's this physicality and creativity that goes into it and so i think that's you're totally right i think this to settle for cgi is lazy you you have to be much less inventive when you read about like ridley scott's uh, or uh, even like james cameron in aliens like what he did to get certain shots there is it, it takes more creativity and thought to do that craftsmanship yeah it's exactly craft, right you know? and, and and i guess you know it's a whole different set of craftsmanship to do it online it's not like saying you're on a computer it's not saying that that isn't a craft but I don't know. There's just this kind of like detachment to it that makes it less interesting, I guess. For any of the creeps, I think it was probably fishing lures, like or like a fishing line when they move. It like they're great, it reminds though. Me yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're those looks look like the best reeling in. in the creeps, yeah. I think. Like really gonna lure. I agree. It, like moves like that. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely like but I just love that they they always yeah. they always move with the stroke of like a like a, like a musical note, just like and like you're right. like oh no, look yeah. out. <laughs> it helps them. But it yeah, I think the fact that they're so cheesy and the only time that they really see them wiggle is when they are on top of a pile of sample human brains in the sorority <laughs> basement. Right. right. Uh, again, just a <laughs> thing that gets tossed in there where you're like. Hey, what up? <laughs> like, can you imagine one of your roommates just approaching you like, hey, real quick, uh, 
Got to store these brains. Don't worry, they're human. Yeah, like, that, that, that was is, the thing that reassured her. That no, is, yeah. So Don't worry. Oh, they're human. Good. Okay, so uh, so let's talk about the beginning of this movie a little bit. So this movie starts off, uh, like we said before, this movie is a giant love letter to horror movies. Pretty much every single person in this movie is named after a horror director yep. or character. We got like uh, Carpenter, Hooper, yeah. uh, Cameron, Cronenberg, Miner, yeah. Raimi. They're all like all there, yeah. all there. Uh, so this starts off in the fifties, just like a fifties classic black and white horror movie, which is great. Yeah, Such, and, and even just the credit scene before that is is it's so, awesome. Is a great. Like, I could watch scene. the whole movie like that. Like yeah. if they just made the whole movie a fifties. Oh well, yeah, you know, and I like so this was my it's first wild. time seeing this movie. Oh really? It's been recommended to me by you and also by um by Ken. by Ken yeah. Ken Reed and uh and I've just heard of it. But um, I, I didn't really know what to expect because the like um, the, the cover is kind of is like uh, it, it's like one of the guys who gets like infected late. So I thought me, you know, I, and then I saw that it was like a zombie movie cover kind of. And so I just didn't really know what it was. And then when it started, I was like, oh, it's it's black and white. OK, that's interesting. But the movie kept kind of like for somebody that didn't know much about it, it kept taking all these turns and style and, and imagery and. Yeah, I was like, wow, that, that 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 was so much fun to watch. I think the best way to think about Night of the Creeps is as a giant misdirect. Like, because it starts, it's a 1950s movie, but it really starts in space with uh, terrible oh, that's uh, right. alien suits. Yeah, there's it, like a rebel, yeah, a little flesh there's a, there's alien. A, there's a whole plot yeah, that intro of the movie hilarious. that never gets addressed. Right. Yeah. It doesn't need to you be You mean there. the little aliens in the yep, spaceship? It adds, yeah. it adds nothing to it. it An alien steals the slugs. Shoots the slugs out while the other two aliens are trying to stop him from right, and then one of them the has like a rocket launcher and just yeah. blasts open. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember like They're so cool. I'm rewatching this, I was like, I don't remember any of this, and I am so glad it's here. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's just three random things, and like that is what I think sets it up to be like it's it starts as in a bad '80s movie, then it comes becomes a 1950s movie and then it jumps back to a 1980s movie mm. and it's just everything about it just keeps on like kind of zigging and zagging in the beginning right. they start off it's like a combo of a classic like oh there's a an axe maniac on the loose right. oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're, at lo- we're at lover's lane but also there's an asteroid and it's like part of the blob and it's like mm-hmm. they're just like the start of the blob oh i thought you know and then yeah the, the but a, yeah combos them both and uh yeah, this lady gets killed, and the guy gets possessed by the creeps. Uh, the lady gets killed by the the maniac, who was Tom Atkins' ex girlfriend, and then mm-hmm. it like it goes to the future. And Tom Atkins, his character, dude, he's so goddamn good. To every line, it's just it's sarcastic one liner. Do we all want to try it? Thrill me, yeah, thrill me, thrill me. No, the be- the best line is uh, they had in the trailer because when I watched the trailer before that, I'm like, oh, this movie is gonna rule. Uh, I've got good news and bad news, ladies. The good what? news is your boyfriends are here. What's bad the... news? They're all dead. Yeah. That's the tagline on one of the movie posters I found. So but if you, so if, you, if you see it in the movie, there's so much time between the reaction. Yeah. Because what if he had just been like, there's good news and bad news, and then yeah. nobody said anything. Yeah. He's just like, there's good news and bad news. Anyone just want to... Just I gotta yeah. you gotta <laughs> know or you gotta you gotta team me up for this. Well, that's how they the movie poster just reads. I got good news and bad news, and then then under it, the bad the good news is your days are here, the bad news is they're dead. Like this guy, he's so fucked up. Yeah, his character is so fucked up. Oh, he's untreated PTSD. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely insane. And we, and we meet him in 
halfway through a dream where he's like sipping <laughs> drinks out of a coconut on a beach, watching some woman come out of the water. Right. Like, it's his happened? dead love. Yeah, yeah. It's she's his sings. dead girlfriend. Ironically, I was on my way to Hawaii, to, to, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, that's gonna be me." And then it's like the movie starts. I was like, "Oh yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't about you, you dummy." Um, <laughs> but my one of my favorite parts, and I think it's one of the funniest parts in the movie, was just right at the jump because that that nineteen uh, fifties type. Radio announcer comes on. He's like, "There's an axe wielding maniac yeah. heading on his way to campus and um, start, you know, like whatever the city is." And she, she turns on the headlights and it says, "Like he's heading down Route 66 towards the campus." And yeah. turns on the lights and there's a sign. This is Route 66 and it says three miles to campus." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's like an airplane level joke. It's yeah. so yeah, good. Right. It's such a funny little thing. Yeah. Classic uh, plate feeding of yeah. the exhibition. But like, that, that total thing, that thing would have happened in a 1950s yeah, movie. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like, ah, but like, here was the plate for last and I was like, perfect. Right, right. Yeah. Sorry, so you meet him halfway through a dream, a PTSD nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like <laughs> seeing his, you think originally that uh, the, that he caught the axe-wielding murderer in the act of killing his girlfriend and he shot him. But later you found out that he tracked him down himself afterwards, murdered him, buried him on campus. And so that that dream that he has, where he the axe wielding maniac Mm -hmm. is like a crazy zombie whose face is like Mm -hmm. a skeleton. That I'm assuming that's not real. That's part of the PTSD. Mm -hmm. It was just like a normal person about him. See, when I first saw it, I was like, "Wait, (laughs) okay, so there's alien slugs, and then there's a zombie axe wielding maniac too. This is like a lot of levels here." So yeah, that is that is something I. Yeah, that is something that I think is left in as a confusing like Easter egg because eventually you do see the how the axe-wielding maniac looks, and he looks the way he did in the dream. Right. Which the speculation is then, like, did he kill him as a skeleton monster, or did the axe-wielding maniac... And I think we're just left to assume that he killed him as, like, a regular human being axe-wielding maniac who coincided with a slug alien invasion. Happens every day. We've all been there. (laughs) Um, Just, uh, yeah, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, um, I think is the... Well, right. It's like if you bury a corpse, like, (laughs) encase it in concrete. I think we all learned a lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Chop off the head. Chop off. Always chop off. Burn the bones. Salt and burn the body. And, bar- and bury the head somewhere If you else. salt and burn the body, a ghost can't come back. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how it goes. That's how it works. I guess we got your last will and testament right there, didn't we, Brandon? Or do you want to haunt Cut us? Cut off my no, head. Um, no, I think I recently said that I want my soul to be imbued into a puppet. Oh, God. A haunted puppet. <laughs> I would like to be a haunted puppet. Uh, so anyway, we haven't even talked about our main character. So this classic couple of nerds see a one sees a girl immediately is in love with her forever classic but, nerd the other one on crutches with an element that is crutches. never defined yeah. he's and, got he's got whatever that thing from the kid from breaking bad has possible polio yeah sure yeah but yeah. he doesn't he just has like a limp yeah <laughs> yeah it's completely different man yeah he's got stupid legs that's all I was really nervous about it because I, I did not want to confirm if the actor in this movie was actually disabled because part of me was like, this would be a great role for a person uh, of different abilities. And then like, also he's real, like he, he looks pretty able. I'm not, yeah. I wasn't sure. I don't think it's true because he's just limping. Yeah. It, that actor, the Brad, the actor played Brad, Brad would probably feel really bad when he kicks his crutches out from under yeah, him. That yeah, was yeah. a super right. bully move. That was awesome. Super bully move. Yeah. I love that all three of these movies are united, well, maybe just the faculty and uh, uh, Night of the Creeps, by that level of bullying where it is just like, call the cops, that's assault. Yeah. That's insanity. Especially yeah. these days. Especially in this, in this one, classic 
frat bros. Yeah. It's great. I don't understand why anyone, after watching just all movies in general, they're like, yeah, I want to be that. I want to be that guy. Like, well, I want as, as that... to be Brad, that guy who is just a piece of shit. And dress like that. That's what. That's that's it for me. Yeah. As as a cool. as a bro in recovery, mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, you don't realize that you're Brad. Yeah, you yeah, don't. Yeah, you, you don't. don't you, you just don't you think you're, you're thinking you're out there. You think you're like an independent spirit, but then you wow. look around yourself and you realize that you just donned the nonconformists uniform, and you're just like, oh man, I'm in a muscle shirt and jorts. <laughs> I'm not. I stand out. And then you look and you're just like with oh, a sea of dudes yeah. dressed exactly the same, <laughs> and you've done. Horrible harm to the house that you are supposed to live in, and <laughs> I, I just, I, I remember chugging a pitcher and throwing up out of my nose, and thinking like, this is a good day, and uh, yeah. <laughs> they like me. Yeah, yeah. What's Where's Ashley? There's no one here named yeah. Ashley. It's the Brad. Yeah. It's the Bradster. But Bradster. yeah, so we do meet our first our our, our heroes in that fashion, and they immediately. Without very, without much encouragement, uh, elect to steal a corpse. Just they're they're down down yeah, to because they're not going to get the girl unless they just join the frat, and the frat wants them to steal a corpse, and they go down and steal a corpse. Like it's not oh, the they, weirdest thing yeah. that you know they do for freshman yeah. hazing. It's eighties freshman hazing going. That that's probably pretty. Well, they're moderate. just giving out goddamn human brains. How hard is it to be to get a corpse? In yeah, this what place? is going on at this yeah. school? <laughs> is it a medical school? Where are they? <laughs> Cronenberg University, setting? man. It's what like, is the setting? It's, Where uh, are they? it's bug human. It's, yeah. it's called Cronenberg University. Oh, really? Isn't oh, it? Isn't that what it's called? I think there's, I, a, probably. there's someone there. Is, someone's named Cronenberg. Yeah, it's probably, I, the the main no, yeah, girl's the, name. The Cronenberg. main woman is named Cronenberg. The love interest. Oh, is named so what's yeah. the what's the name of the school? The I school, don't know. The school is something crazy. It's gonna be something like way over the top and just yeah. like super refer. It's the thing. Halloween University. <laughs> People are just dying to get in. Oh boy, um, skeleton! You <laughs> oh oh, it's Cor- it's Corman University. Oh, of course, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, there you Duh. go. Duh. I just love the idea of all of the people who listen to your podcast feverishly and give you guys feedback, like the they like them all just knowing that off the top of them head, their heads. Yeah, it's got to be pretty frustrating uh, for people that know more than us listening. Yeah, to I know. No, which I don't more. think is anybody actually. So yeah. I don't. I don't smart. think we're worried about that. Oh no. Okay. Maybe we're pretty so. uh, high end operators here. <laughs> And we edit yeah. in all the correct information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrong just, we just immediately leave out this. We just say everything with confidence. Yeah, uh, and that way, if it? it's wrong, Corman it's just edited. University. Puppet yeah. Masters. Yeah. I'm not uh, sure if it was called Corman University. Oh, yes, I think it was. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, I was right. It was called Corman University. <laughs> no one ever shouted Skeleton University. You'll <laughs> 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 get a degree, no bones about it. Dead body, uh, you. <laughs> But yeah, no, that is. Uh, they have a, a. They have easy access to cadavers. We've all been there. They uh, they go in sure. and discover that a scientist has entered three out of the four digits on his keypad, and then he walked away <laughs> yeah, to right. make a payphone call. Yeah. <laughs> which oh, so awesome. <laughs> my favorite part of this is he dials like a nine digit phone number to call the person, but he can't remember the last digit in a four digit yeah. pin. <laughs> so like he just calls him from the payphone, and he's just like yeah. walking him through like where to find. And again, he's just memorized all this detail of where to find this four digit pin that is somewhere. And then our heroes just boop one button, and the door slides open, mm. and they steal a corpse and then run away screaming like well, banshees. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming like a banshee. All right, I'm going to let you two yeah. do this. Yes. I guess you're gonna yeah, we that. do that here. I got this one, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke, take a hold. 
It did make me laugh every time that guy did that. Every time he did, laugh. he did it like a million times. My girlfriend times. was like, "Wow, that's he's, so racist." He's like, like, like laughing so funny. Himself. He's so happy about it. Yeah, he's he so, thinks it's yeah. so funny. He's having and fun, and I think it's funny too. I do too. You know, I, I gotta, stand with him. I, yeah, it's blue collar workers that usually get the first brain slugging, and it was yeah. that poor custodian. No, well, he no, the scientist. You're right. I'm wrong. Scientist Can we edit this out? It. Yeah, we'll edit that out. Don't worry. All right. It was a frat bro and then a scientist. Right, I was right the whole time. He got time. got a little later. Yeah. He did get got. But do you guys find that in these brain slug movies that the slugs themselves are implements of karmic retribution? Because it seems like that is supposed to be the... Well, I mean, isn't that for any horror movie? Oh, I guess. Yeah, I think the argument... Well, they're all like morality me. tales, really. You know, mostly. Hmm. Not, well, I mean, not a lot of good people got killed. Yeah, there, there's usually the the pure people survive yeah. and the sinners get knocked off. Well, I mean, in Night of the Creeps, pretty early on, you know, it is our 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 hero, our crutches hero. Uh, I forget his name, but he's he is the one who not only dies but dies heartbreakingly and heroically. Oh, but that tape is awful, harrowing to it's, listen. It's yeah. really good acting. Yeah, for this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The kid goes to the bathroom and he gets got the crutches. Kid gets got by the the brain slugs, and then he leaves a tape in a great for in a great roommate. stall scene. Yeah, too, when he yeah. hears the thing come in and the guy falls, slugs come out. That is a genuinely creepy scene. Yeah, and that tape that he leaves for him is it. Yeah, it bothers me, dude. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard, hard, it's hard for the hard first to time. To. It, it, it pulled, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, Fred Decker knew what he was doing with this movie, man. Yeah. yeah he knows how to pull the right emotions. It's and like, I was yeah, like, I love you. Like, yeah, and he, lo- and, and is then, he gay? He, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think he was gay? They I, joke about it before. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Oh, when the, did, when did they joke about him being gay? They're, they're, when they're in their room, uh, the roommates are horsing around and they're talking about it. Oh yeah, they're yeah. talking about it. and and he he says a couple times in the movie like I love you, you know. Not he, that you can't just say you love your well, friends, right? But, but nobody know. else does yeah. in the movie, yeah. and it's like he kind of alludes to the fact that he's never going to get laid. And this was like you know eighties kind of so that's, interesting. I don't know. And he's a smooth operator. He's way more smooth than his friends. Yeah, he's way he's like smarter crutches. and on the ball. Doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, he's like an alpha dog. While his his buddy. They're trying to join beta. Two betas from. Did you beta. did you guys notice yeah. that in the beta party there was a sign that said betas are better? Yeah. yeah. There was a big banner that said betas are better. And I was like, by definition, you're, you're not. not yeah. You cannot yeah. be. You are a beta. Oh my god, I'm so tired of explaining this as an alpha. Oh, I am. This wastes my time. When betas would come over our house, they would leave in boxes. Um, I can see that really getting to you. <laughs> Crush your beer can, <laughs> throw your pitcher at the TV. That's not how it is ever. It never was. I loved um. There was a scene too. Actually, no. When you talk about that horsing around scene, after they uh, get spooked by the corpse and they drop it and they run back to the um, uh, to their dorm room, the scene between the two of them and when they give each other like the business, when they give each other shit, um, I was deeply surprised by how actually like funny and sincere that all was. Um, it was well acted, and it didn't really have to be because it was just a very hokey scene. Uh, we, I really liked it. I, I really like. I this movie surprises in a lot of ways, where like the acting is a lot better than you would expect it to be for what it is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah, Tom, to- Tom Atkins totally is really to- is towing that really line good. a little better. Him and JC 
JC has a lot of personnel. The main guy and the girl, I don't really give a shit about. Yeah, they were, the, they were the people I but didn't Atkins want to survive. But JC, I feel like, are to- toeing the line a lot in yeah. this movie, but they're great. Yeah, yeah, like um, Chris and the, and the, and Tom Atkins' character, yeah. the, the relationship that they develop, it feels genuine, too. It's not yeah. it's not forced, but like they're, they're not overtly like, now I like you. But at the end, he just gives them the, the wink, you know what I mean? They're, 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 it's just good character building, good like relationship building. And then they get... So then after the corpse sitch, they obviously get... Uh, interviewed uh, by Tom Atkins, and then they are identified by the custodian, and they immediately confess to the whole situation as a as a prank. He's, he's lying. We did it. <laughs> he's lying. We did it. Which again, very funny. Yeah. But again, we're, we've kind of bounced around a little bit. Do we want to just jump into the uh, the inf- the scene in which Tom Atkins confesses to a murder to a a, a child that he has oh, never yeah. met. And he's just like, I shot him. Yeah, <laughs> and then I buried great. him under that sorority yeah, house. Absolutely. Like, what? Yeah, because I... What? <laughs> yeah, because the as we said a little bit before, but the guy comes back. and is it? Did he make that speech before or after he killed him a second time? I don't I, remember. I think it was I think it, before. Maybe. Why don't we just edit in the answer? It was exactly okay. the killer of the second time. Yeah, there you go. But uh, he sounds does... right. Yeah, it sounds exactly right. But... Obviously, the corpse returns, kills the house mother. Um, upon their exit, again, just my favorite thing is when. You, oh, wait, what was your question? Was Does he make the speech after the guy comes back? Yes. The, gu- the guy after. comes out of the ground right after he do- he finishes his yeah, 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 speech. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Literally after the speech. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right, because right, right, they were there because the corpse had returned, pressed its face against the bars, split open, and then deposited the initial uh, round of worms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, hey, lady, be cool. It's just a corpse. And it's like, <laughs> again, I don't know why you were okay with that. Um, but but then, the, you know, obviously the corpse returns after his PTSD flashback at a child. Um, and there, it's one of my favorite tropes of uh, these movies is when there's like a really cavalier paramedic. The guy walks out. He's, he's just eating like, constantly. Yeah, or he's just like he's always eating like sunflower seeds or something. Yeah, whenever weird. there's a body, no, he's eating a sandwich. Whenever there's a, a body, yeah. he's, he's like he is. Yeah, just eating a sandwich and then just like touching a, a dead body. But he says, he says, <laughs> yeah. if we had to use a stretcher for every piece of her body, we'd be here all night. And it's just like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what is what metric is that? There's a lot of a lot of pieces. That's a weird thing. To, yeah, it's a weird thing to say. It's a strange thing to say. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, that's line. not a good metric at I, all. I, know, I, I just wish I wish Atkins had turned to it. It was like, what like, you okay, said was really well, uh, that was really I, dumb. I don't, okay. <laughs> just puts a cigarette out of the guy's <laughs> yeah. face. Uh. That is bizarre. I, I do love that horror movie trope of a, a coroners eating near bodies. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe it's a... That is a trope, huh? It yeah, is. Always the sandwich. Every Jason movie. People like putting eating. it on the corpse yeah. sometimes. Right, right. Yeah. I feel like it might be kind of an allegory for um, a viewer's indifference to death and violence in horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. I, no, I think you nailed it. I just yeah. don't care. I just think that it's so fucking gross and it just it's, shouldn't It happen. makes you feel disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are, uh, it's not even about the rotting corpse so much as the... Awful chemicals that you're pumping into that that will kill you. Sure, you know, and it's always it's always Anything like yeah, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of variables here that should not have. It, a it is just around. good because it gets under your yeah. skin and makes you. Ugh. But by the way, it's they're never eating like a pulled pork sandwich. They're never. <laughs> it's just always egg salad. It's without <laughs> fail egg salad, and you're like, oh cool. That's, I'm always thinking a club. I feel, I feel like a club. It's never like gonna make vibe. you hungry. Well, my favorite is always <laughs> like when a like triple decker club. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mayo running yeah. through your fingers. It's just eating chili. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be a good like comedy horror thing, or like, the, the the hungry coroners just having like a lavish steak dinner like over yeah. a dead body. The hungry, hungry coroners. <laughs> Great metal band name. <laughs> oh my god, hungry, hungry coroners. Do you guys want to stop this podcast and just start learning music? Um, I've already know a few music. So. I, I can play bass. Yeah. Oh, cool. I I can tickle the ivory if you know. So what I'll I mean. play bass. I've killed yeah. a, killed a few elephants in my a day. room surrounded by synths. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, perfect. Hmm. Um, All right, we'll see you guys later. Dude, um, podcast. <laughs> yeah, so let's dive towards uh, the end a little bit. So uh, JC dies, and we he goes, the best scene, another fucking insanely dark scene with Tom Atkins. Uh, JC's just died. He The kid goes to Tom Atkins, and he, Tom Atkins is in the middle trying to kill himself. Like he's he's duct taped all yeah. the doors and turned the oven on and he's just in there playing with his lighter, right? Waiting to die and the kid knocks on the door right. and then he's like, "All right, let's go." Like, yeah, it's it's dark. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah, it is. Dark. Yeah, this movie does a good job, uh, just like Slither, where like a lot of balancing of like lighthearted shenanigans with some mm-hmm. really kind of heavy stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and uh, so. I love the scene, especially when he goes to the police. Uh, he goes to the police headquarters to requisition a flamethrower, and he gets pretty far through the conversation. Dick Miller, that's Dick so Miller. Dick that. Miller, yeah, dude. right, right, right. Gremlins guy. And he's oh, just yeah. like, he's like, I need a. Oh yeah, yeah. And the guy just like goes back and gets it. And I love it. He's like, all right, the pilot light goes out on this thing all the time. It's real <laughs> finicky. And I just love that it's. He gets like ninety nine percent of the way there, and then he's just like, all right, well, I just need the requisition form. And then, it, and then he points a shotgun at him to to get it. And all I kept thinking was just like, you have a flamethrower, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, that's why I heard his buddy. He's Zach Miller. He always has guns. He get, he plays a uh, weapon dealer in Terminator. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Some bucket of blood, and uh, he dies in chopping mall. He's a janitor in chopping mall. Poor oh, okay. Miller. And a uh, quick shout out to to JC as well, who makes it like pretty far in, into an '80s horror movie. You know, for a handicapped person. Yep. Like farther than like Franklin and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or the wheelchair guy in Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Mm-hmm. You know, handicapped people don't have a great track record with uh with horror movies. And but again, this yeah, guy this guy made it deep. I, I it's something that I wonder because not like I, Cube. Yeah, oh man, that guy in Cube was the soul He's survivor. He's the winner, yeah. Soul survivor. I've, I haven't seen Cube, so. But well, that's a mental disability, not physical. No, right, he, right. he has autism, which yeah. is a superpower now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen every TV show, mm-hmm. but apparently if you're autistic, you are basically a monk. Oh. Yeah, Rain Man. He was a superhero. Yeah. Uh, the Good Doctor. Let's keep it going. Uh, <laughs> I think we're done. Um, Home Improvement? Yeah, Rain Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Tim Allen. <laughs> that was the point of that, right? Tim <laughs> Allen was <laughs> autistic. <laughs> I never watched that show, but I figured that that was what the what it was about. <laughs> yeah, sure. An yeah. autistic toolman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Home, okay. uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. home improvement is to autistic people as uh, Black Panther is to black people. It's like it's the. They're just like, finally, we have this. I could see that on the uh, on our, the Marvel DVD yeah. box set back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> finally. Who oh boy? Um, okay. So then, you know, he requisitions the flamethrower. Uh, they this is this coincides with an incident involving a dog approaching the drunken bro, uh, who was just rebuffed by our heroine, um, who then gets a brain slug like 
ejaculated into his mouth. Yeah. Because the dog runs over and he like looks at it drunkenly and yeah. just boom. And it's the only part of it where I was like, oh, that was poorly animated. Because yeah. it's just like, you know, the returning cat was pretty well done as a puppet. Yeah. Because mm. it's corpse and out. It's pretty great. Yeah. But the dog just comes back, shoots a brain slug into its mouth, and then it just starts accelerating the scene as he returns to now talk to uh, his ex but just as a zombie and and it's like one of those Austin Powers scenes where like nobody quite sees the penis I mean the zombie face and like everybody kind of walks around and they have like a heart to heart before all of a sudden the hero returns to the flamethrower and sets fire to the guy and she doesn't object at all yeah it's like burn him okay got him yeah Well, he's my ex now. It's a great yeah. couple's costume. I don't like him anymore. Dress for the prom, chick has a flamethrower, dude has a 12-gauge. Oh, it's a great costume. Yeah, actually. they switch off a lot, I feel like. Well, it's because yeah. they're a modern couple. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Uh, they also do the, well, pardon me. Oh, boy. Very nice. They also do the lawnmower. Lawnmower scene yeah. before Dead Alive. Right. Yeah. We got that going on. Yep. Um, and then there's like the Night of the Living Dead scene when they're in the shed. With the, you know, they got the flamethrower and everyone's closing in on the shed. Yeah, yeah, the, hell yeah. You know. Although I will say this, the last uh, 15 minutes kind of underwhelmed me compared to the rest of the movie. The big finale. I don't know. It just wasn't as... Uh, oh, you didn't think so? I didn't enjoy it as much as I I'm trying to... You, I you're you're I talking about like in the basement? Just or... in the house and then in the shed and outside and the flamethrower oh, and the shotgun I... in the basement. There's that, there's that part yeah. where Atkins... I don't know why. Atkins gets tackled after making his classic I got good news and bad news. He gets right. tackled and a, a woman who he'd previously made like a quick sorority-esque joke to has now been uh, slugged. Right. And as the um, zombies are closing in, there's this amazing shot as Atkins has pointing his camera just slightly, or sorry, he's pointing his gun slightly off camera, and he's whirling around and shooting. And I thought it was incredible. I, you didn't think that was great? I, I think oh, so. Oh, I think that, that was, was great. He was just, he's like firing, yeah. and you never see what that he's firing really cool. at, but he's screaming yeah. as he's firing. It's just, and it's just, it's two seconds, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. to me, that was unbelievable. Yeah, I yeah. guess that was so cool. I guess I just didn't like. I just don't like that guy and that girl, I think, is what it really comes down really? to. Really? I, I actually I don't liked, like I liked them. I liked their dynamic. I, I liked how, like, um they, yeah, I liked that she flamethrowed her the Bradster. That was awesome. And then he's just like, Tom the, Atkins the is Brad- like, I'm, he's like, all right, you guys stay out here and fend off the um, oncoming onslaught of zombies. I'm going right. to go inside and tell everyone to get out of the house. <laughs> you know? But the whole point of these movies is there, there's, I, I think I'm, I think I'm with Brandon on this though. But like the idea that a lot of these, these alien takeover movies, the whole thing is that like it's like a bunch of nonconformists versus conformists, and like mm-hmm. the, the, that's what right. the slug wants is ubiquity and for yeah, we frat want brothers all to be the zombies. same. That is right. conformity. Like that's going to be. And faculty, that's so much more. That comes from the whole communism allegory. Absolutely. But but what I thought was so weird is that, like, the two people who survive are the like the least. I personally found them to be like the least sort of compelling people. Yeah. Mm. And I the Bradster has more personality than them. Hell yeah! That dude was that the dude with the unibrow? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the main yeah the main dude with the the blonde mullet who oh god the crutches the boyfriend the Bradster the Bradster. But I thought and I yeah I I do agree with that. But I did I, I did like them. But I agree that they weren't the most charismatic. I thought the most charismatic was jc and he died and kind of sacrificed himself for the cause so it's like that we kind of see that in movies where the main couple we don't like there's the funny friend who we usually like more yeah, you yeah. know like rod and get out for mm-hmm. like a modern example and then and then that person usually not always is sacrificed and dies and so then you, you're rooting for the main people more to kind of avenge him sure you know but what what interested me a lot about 
um, uh, Night of the Creeps in after watching Faculty and um, Slither was that the two, I think, the better of the two, uh, or sorry, the better of the three, uh, Slither and Night of the Creeps, when they've killed like the pile of slugs or like the hive thing, things don't go back to normal. Everybody just dies. Yeah. And that's the thing about Night of the Creeps especially is they're like, they're just straight up, they're not trying to restore order. They're just trying to eradicate this situation, which they don't. Hmm. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert. Because Tom Atkins' flaming corpse comes out and spits out cigar after cigar of alien monster, which flee into a cemetery, which is being patrolled by an alien spacecraft shining a spotlight. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What is this movie? It's amazing. Yeah, wow, I forgot about that part. The end is batshit, man. The end is bonkers. I I, I love that. I love that. Because what it's saying is like, we don't owe you shit. (laughs) We already got your money. Yeah, they remind me of the space stuff again, too. I like that. I like that as a bookend. Like, yeah. the beginning and end. I totally forgot they did that, and I literally thought the aliens were never addressed again. Yeah. But they were, yeah, that ending got it got a little bit intense. <laughs> There's so much shit to keep track of. Well, just just before Tom Atkins explodes himself outside, they're like, detective, thrill me. And right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a good. La- like you get to say that last line. That must have been, awesome. that must have been fun to do. Oh, yeah. Right. Thrill me. And again, I think this is, based on everything we saw, like, it's, it's all practical effects. All the zombie makeups are, even if they're campy, they're good. Um, the worm effects going around are excellent yeah. because they're just very quick, herky jerky, weird things. And I, I just think this movie, it's just like, uh, it it stands up for both being a funny commentary and like a solid, well acted horror movie. I think it's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, yeah totally agree. You guys want to do uh, ratings here? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna give this eight point five slugs. Um, I'd never seen it before, man. I'm so fucking glad I did. I mean, maybe even a nine, nine slugs, you know, 8.7.11. Like, um, I never knew about this. This was amazing. It combined so many different tropes that I loved. I love the homage to the 50 sci-fi and you just never knew where it was going to go next. And like you said, I like the actors, I like the direction, I like the effects. It has so much in a horror movie that I like. So, um, yeah, I'm really glad I saw this. It was great. Yeah. I'll give it eight. I'll give it eight sluggos. Yep. It's, it's fun. It's, uh, it's fun. It's fucked up. Yep. It's an important uh, film, I think, to to watch as a horror fan, and like, and especially for all the other brain slug stuff that came on afterwards too. Yeah, mm. and it's a great uh, homage to a different time of horror movies. Personally, it's very cool. Yeah, and Tom Atkins. T- yeah, and Tom mm-hmm. Tom Atkins really mm-hmm. get raises yeah. it that to mm-hmm. that upper echelon, mm-hmm. gives it that B movie flair, gives it that mm-hmm. quotability that sure. immortalizes it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, this is like a nine point five. Like this mm-hmm. is almost as good. This is the sort of movie that I think that Shaun of the Dead wanted to be, mm-hmm. and I think Shaun of the Dead is an excellent movie. I think it's I think it's very funny. I think it's well done. But like when I when I upon further review of Night of the Creeps. It's so good. It's the sort of movie that makes me uh, want to um, check. It makes me wonder, like, what current movie is, like, a Night of the Creeps that might deserve this level of, like, acclaim and cult status? Like, what would we be possibly missing being made right now? Because this movie, like, it deserved a lot better than it got. And it's, Mm. you know, finally getting recognition. And it's been given a sequel that I guess was made in, like, Germany. And it was mm. a non-official sequel. Like, they didn't get anybody's permission. Oh, wow. They just made it like a bootleg. Huh. And there has been some discussion of making uh, a sequel to it, but it's only if Tom Atkins is willing to be in it. 
Is he still making movies? Uh, apparently, this is his favorite movie he's ever been. In. Right, yeah. So he yeah, might. I didn't he read might that. Have, this was his favorite role, which might, I think is really cool. Yeah. Is, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I really like this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Cool. Nice. Uh, shall we move on? All right. Well, let's get into the star studded, the wild, the extremely 90s. Faculty. 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 So Dead this, soda in hand. <laughs> so, so before you even say anything from the IMDb, like this is going to take like an hour to list all the notable casts of this I, fucking I was movie. I the same thing. Dude, it, I, I haven't watched this movie since I like when it came out when I was a teenager. Yeah. And at the yeah, time, same. so many of them weren't even stars or like weren't necessarily people you would know. Yeah. The cast of this movie is fucking crazy it's just like a monument to 90s pop culture it is stacked (laughs) i'm surprised fred durst didn't somehow make an appearance (laughs) yeah they just had to sell for usher i just on the view yeah so uh, yeah do you want to uh start listing some names here and i didn't realize robert rodriguez was director till i saw the end credits of the movie yeah yeah Yeah. like i'm like oh this is a robert rodriguez movie i didn't realize that it's one of his earliest i I didn't realize that because like it was it was like basically you know desperado and then like uh, you know whatever the, the the two that led up to it yeah yeah he did like Uh, el mariachi mariachi And also, then, also, oh no, then this was the second one. Yeah. I think. Also, hopefully, the only Weinstein movie that you guys are doing. Oh, they're probably the three, countless. Because they like everything. the Weinstein's are apparently like real involved in this movie. Oh yeah, right. they do. They've done everything. Goddamn, they can't get away. <laughs> Sorry, can't get away. IMDb. All right. Yeah. So the faculty. Yeah, this came out on Christmas, 1998, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Little 90s Christmas tree. It came out on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. It's <laughs> insane. Because of all the disaffected <laughs> youth, yeah. man. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck? you get it. You get '90s culture. I returned all of the the, you, the jacked up Ralph Lauren polo shirts my grandma bought me. You couldn't do this in October, <laughs> just a couple months before. Well, you know why? As Josh At Josh Christmas Hartnett Street. puts it, just doing my part in the degradation of America. Oh yeah, baby, sums it up, doesn't it? Jesus. All right, so what this a, is uh, what a good line. I, it just sums up '90s movies. <laughs> Faculty is 1998 Christmas baby. Uh, yes. Directed as Robert Rodriguez. It's written by Bruce Kimmel and David uh, Wetcher. And yeah, I mean, should I just? I'm just going to go down the list here. Yeah, go down the line. We'll I'm, com- not, I'm not going to. We'll I'm not com- going to list their character names. I'm just well, going to. Well, list yeah, the we'll comment them on them as they go. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> top bill is Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster of Fast and Furious fame, right? Uh, Clay Duvall. Wait, who's Clay Duvall? Um, oh, Clayo Cleo Duvall. Yeah, no, she's in. Ton- she's in tons. She's of in stuff. a lot of stuff. She's in tons of stuff. Uh, Laura Harris. 
Okay, I don't know that one. Yeah, me neither. I've seen her before. Uh, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> I love that you yeah, guys are from Pearl yeah, Harbor. Yeah, yeah. You guys, t- you guys yeah, talk well, such a big game. You're like, yeah, okay. they have been in everything. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You list them off. I'll name okay, them. Okay, look, in. I'm four pass names in here. Uh, pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> it's more about the cameo. Josh Hartnett, have you guys seen Penny Dreadful? He's incredible no. in Penny Dreadful. Right. This show is... No, I thought Josh Hartnett just yeah. stopped acting. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen, no, yeah, I've seen Penny Dreadful. He's a, well, I won't spoil what he is, but yeah. He's, I don't care. He's, guy, he's great. He's great. It's, it's, a, it's a really good show. Is it? Okay, maybe. I won't. It's really good horror. Okay. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Sean Hattosi? I don't know who that is. Uh, he's, okay. He was in, like, Southland. He's really yes. good. Okay. Uh, Selma Hayek? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Famke Jansen? Yep. Famke. 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 Famke everything. Jansen. Jean Grey. She's yep, Jean Grey, right? Uh, Piper Laurie? Yep. Uh, Christopher McDonald. Fucking, um, what's his name? Um, guy from Happy Gilmore. Shooter McGavin. Oh, yeah. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> that's Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Um, that's all that's got, that got, that's his name. That's, that, that's, that's yeah. just, I, how he, I he referred him in all my notes as Shooter McGavin. As Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce the principal character's name. Uh, Bebe. Um, oh, yeah. Fra- Fraser's wife. Yeah. Bebe Newworth. Frazier's wife and Frazier. Okay, Frazier's wife and Frazier. Uh, Robert Patrick. Robert oh, Patrick. So T-1000. So just the T-1000 yeah. again yeah. in this. It's always the same. Yeah. Uh, Usher Raymond or His first Usher. <laughs> Usher first gets role. credited over like Elijah Wood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's prominent yeah. on the poster and he could not play yeah. less of a role yeah, in the movie. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's yeah, so he inconsequential. He's, consequential. he's yeah. just like, this is 1998. Usher's in it. Yeah. yeah. Put him on the poster. He's just there. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, John Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Stewart. Who, who plays he, a guy named Edward Furlong? Edward Furlong. <laughs> what the, the parallels between this and Terminator Two are weird. <laughs> yeah, he's it like, feels like yeah, they're fucking. We have with the you guy who played bit. Terminator Two. We'll just name John Stewart. Edward I mean, Furlong Robert Patrick does several know. mannerisms yeah. in this movie that mimic the two, the T one thousand. He chases somebody like with the same run down a hallway, stabs somebody, and looks at it all yeah. weird. It's just. Mm- yeah, I don't know. There's some weird Terminator 2 shit going on there. Guys, I I think that there's a possibility that this movie may have seen other movies. Okay, well, <laughs> that, let's not get into conspiracy theories here, Owen. <laughs> All right, sorry, 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 sorry. This is a horror podcast. This, there's a reason this movie came out before 9-11. Because this... <laughs> Entire movie. I'm just gonna stick to my original thought. There's, there's a whole movie. Voodoo mysticism correlation whole between Terminator movie was a here. false flag. And I think yeah. that's about all the people I, I know. Uh, Danny Masterson. No, yeah, no, no. Eli- I'm not done here. Uh, yeah, Elijah yeah. Wood. Uh, Eli- yeah. Uh, Daniel Von Bargen. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Elijah Wood is Casey. Uh, John Abrahams. Let's. I'm just gonna go to ones that we know. Yeah, Danny Masterson. Um, Lewis Black. Do we, do we know him? Okay, and then there's the comedian. <laughs> I mean, angriest comedian yeah. in the world. It? Is he in this? <laughs> These aliens yeah. are out of control. <laughs> no, this is yeah. a different. Lou- yeah. This is a different Louis yeah. Black or Louis. Louis Black. Black. That, that, he is not in it, unfortunately. Yeah. That man's yeah. life other must Daily be Show hell. correspondent, Louis Black, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then Trevor Noah, yeah. just inexplicably. <laughs> in the fuck. God. Um, he plays and, Usher. And what's crazy, yeah. then the rest of the cast alphabetically, like there, it's it's an ensemble, you know, like high school film. But like, yeah, mm. there's a crazy amount of names here. Um, I'm gonna go through all of them. Just kidding, I won't. So yeah, that's um, that's that's our cast, and it is as '90s as can be. Give us a little synopsis here. Um, little synopsis here. Um, okay, a horror tale set in a high school where the students suspect the teaching staff of being aliens who are intent on making the students their victims. That and is true. It's true, and it gets and it starts off rip roaring with an Offspring song. Oh my yeah. God! Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, yeah. 
it's a bummer of an offspring song talking about how everybody is it the kids are all right right yeah yeah well, yeah yeah. yeah about like kids parents mm-hmm. divorcing i mean it's 90s yeah. shit baby yeah i don't I, know Man, it, it is it is the perfect time capsule of the '90s. Yeah, it really, right. That is such a good way to d- describe it. Like, it's like, it is a time capsule. Everybody, moment. everybody's upset all the time about nothing. Right. No one is being actually oppressed. But like, every, it's all this disaffected youth. The girl who's being Goth. targeted yeah. with homophobic slurs doesn't even turn out to be gay. Right. Like it's just no one. There's, right. There's these kids have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> it's so perfect. It's it, yeah, it, uh, yeah. I, I saw it as a teenager. I remember me and my friend Alex renting it from the video store. And oh yeah, I, I'll always remember that first pencil stabbing scene. You're just like, whoa. And uh, yeah, I hadn't watched it since then. And yeah, wow, this is this is quite a ride through '90s nostalgia. Yeah. So for these brain slugs, they first take the faculty, of course, and uh, but these slugs go in through the ears, mm-hmm. right? Right, and these are uh, they exit exit mouth enter ear. Yeah, very espionage slugs here. They don't want you to know what's going on. Right, this is more invasion invasion of the body snatchers, Mm -hmm. brain slug territory. Very much. But also, there's a lot of violence that occurs when the slug enters. There's like visible blood when uh, the initial, but with the initial infection that occurs with uh, Robert Patrick when he's out on the field, when he gets slugged first, and then he attacks the principal. The first thing he does is he stabs her, which was, I'm sorry, no, he doesn't, he attempts to stab her. She escapes and then gets stabbed by the chorus teacher outside, mm-hmm. which was a coordinated assault that it, there's always, with this movie, there doesn't seem to be a rule and it does sort of bug me, but they, it's as if the brain slug is aware of the audience and they're always trying to deceive you. Because in reality, if- yeah. Why? Why did you do either? Because she like she gets her keys and she like lets right. lets her out and then she stabs her, and you're like, I don't. Yeah, th- why movie, did you do it, that? It is conf- this may raise some questions as to like how much of the the person who's being a host, how much are they actually in control of their body? Sure. Because they do have like the same kind of dialogue in Slither. I feel like it's done better because it's like clearly a hive mind mm-hmm. and it's done with good comedic effect. Well, but in this you, one, it's a little more plot hole. You need to incapacitate them first before you slug them up. Oh, you no, have I, to get to the ear. You gotta, you gotta get close and do it. You no, can't no. just like throw one no, out but there. I'm and just have talking about personality, like how they they act. Oh, they I, act well, I was like saying themselves. about like the stab thing. You know, oh, like okay. you just, you right, know. right. But why why did she use her key? Why did she take the keys in 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 an effort to let the principal out so that Robert Patrick? Because if they're both on the same team, just like just so. don't help her. It, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, this happens throughout the film, and like it doesn't bother me because I, I know that it is a silly movie about the '90s. Um, it, it's not going to tackle something like gigantic and important, but it is just very funny to me that it didn't. It was so the movie was trying so hard to be cool that yeah. it just it makes up. It's just like I don't trust it. I don't trust the narration of this movie. <laughs> right. It yeah. was interesting. I don't know, but like that. Yeah. Obviously, Robert Patrick, and then they. Um, uh, begin the infection of the school simultaneously as we watch uh, Josh Hartnett just heartthrob it up. He should go to jail for that haircut. He should go to jail for his driving. <laughs> yeah, he should absolutely go to jail for that fucking haircut that he has. I don't understand it. So this is a second and I movie. Don't like was it. It, I think his first ever movie was Halloween H20. Oh, really? Wow. I, I'm pretty nice. sure that had like an introducing Josh yeah. Hartnett credit. Okay, nice. And that was mm. that H2O was 96. Is that the one with... Oh, it, I don't know. 97? Yeah, it makes sense. Probably 97. Is that the one with Coolio? 
No, cool. no, no. You're uh, Buster Rhymes was Halloween Buster Resurrection. God damn it! Yeah. It's the hair thing. Yeah, I think Cooley maybe is in the. Uh, oh no, 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 no! Resurrection. Uh, Resurrection H- is Buster Rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Resurrection Buster Rhymes, and maybe Coolio is in that one. Halloween H2O is 1998. Oh, so it's the same year. But um, I'm pretty sure that it says like introducing Josh Hartnett. So oh, that's nice. funny. They came out the Good same year. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. And and early Elijah, I'm sure Elijah was in tons of other stuff. Before oh well, yeah, because because this, this came this came out around Halloween, and that came yeah. out on Christmas. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> you got, they got beat with the introducing yeah. Josh Hartnett by a couple months there. See, it's oh. important we found that fact out. Okay. Now we know. Maybe that was a move trying to build star power for our Josh Hartnett. Maybe same studio. Um, yeah, could have been. Yeah, it's interesting too because this movie is on. I think it's the same creative team that was uh, from Scream, and so it has a lot of those. Same, some of those same writers, right? Same writers, Scream, yeah. Because yeah, it, it very, it seems very similar in that. Yes. Everybody in the movie is aware of like the history of this sort of right. kind of movie, like yeah. And then there's like supposed to be you know rules about it, but like they don't they they try to establish a test, which is a very thing thing to right. do. They get the rules down, and then they just, also talk about yeah the the they talk about I think maybe the pub master right? they reference Heinlein. Uh, Heinlein. Yep, uh, and, they, and invasion of the body uh, snatchers is the main mo- movie they keep referencing. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's funny too because the uh, the actress who is Clay Duvall, Clay. Clay, Clay Duvall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's of no relation to uh, Robert Duvall. I found that out today on her IMDb page because go. it has oh, nice. to make that very fucking clear, <laughs> apparently. But she um she does that whole speech to Elijah Wood in which she explains the plot of the invasion of the body stanchers and then says that it is a Heinlein book that was sto- like the plot of which was stolen. Oh, right. I, right. I, they just like oh, really yeah. like, they really beat you over the head with this. Like, yo, yeah. we get it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and see, what, what's crazy about this to me is because, yeah, it's that typical brain slugs trope we've been talking about where it keeps referencing the 50s B movies. But this also makes a lot of reference to like 90s slasher movies. And and not even so much of like the things, the thing scene is very apparently a thing scene but um it's also got that 90s whodunit slasher vibe like scream and i know what you yeah, did yeah. last summer where which is one of them the killer or is one of them the brain slug leader and they literally like um josh hartnett is selling like nudie vhs tapes of nev campbell and jennifer love hewitt so that this is-, is also very much a love letter to 90s slashers as much as it is 50s sci-fi b-movie that is my favorite thing when he's bootlegging tapes out of the trunk of his That's car awesome. and selling like hillbilly meth He's such a badass. It, so Josh Hartnett, what is your impression of Josh Hartnett and Famke Jansen's relationship? Oh, it's wildly inappropriate. What so. is it? Yeah, Are they really fucking weird. each other or does she buy drugs off him? No, I think it's what? like she's the young hot teacher and he's the older young hot student. I think like in those days, like him getting held back a year means that he's 10 years older than everybody, you know? So therefore okay. fair game to the teacher. I got like a in, weird in 90s I wasn't sure standards. if they're like fucking or not. Wait, have you seen like, the end of the movie? Well, yeah, yeah. It yeah. ends as if that is supposed to be a happy thing. He's smoking a cigarette while playing football, which like, whoa, right, yeah, right. Josh, pick a lane. You can't be too <laughs> cool for school. Dude, don't even get, I, when, when and talk then, about the end of the end, but, but that, then, all that made me, I have so much angry feelings and then, the but, and then he movie. he looks up into the, the the bleachers, which are empty, and Famke waves to him, and all I'm thinking is right. like the whole you're empty. It's empty bleachers. The whole school it's is aware that you're just like you're flirting with <laughs> yeah. a student. This yeah. is like, and this is oh god. Uh, anyway, sorry, we'll we'll go in chronological ish order, but like I gotta tell you, like that was Josh Hartnett in this movie. Heartthrob, he's the heartthrob. Of course, like the hot young teacher is gonna be into him, you know. <sighs> Is it heartthrob? He dresses 
like he just like found. Well, let me ask you a question. Clubs. Did you think he was cool when you first saw his movie? As a oh, absolutely. I thought he was so fucking cool. I thought he was kind of a, a greaseball. Be, be honest. I'm, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what my opinions were. Well, on I hair. thought he was cool, man. He was yeah. big. He wore baggy clothes, stupid hair. He just. I mean, when I saw this, I probably thought drugs. When I saw this, I probably like drugs are really bad. You know. Yeah. Mm. So, it, which are <laughs> okay. It, it's ca- caffeine pills. That's yeah, the base yeah. of it. What is this? But then drug? They, they allude that he's he's got a lab. He's got some. Sh- there's something going. They're on. They're based on the... caffeine pills. Like they, if that's mm. the point, that why don't they just douse these aliens in Mountain Dew? You know, like yeah. to try it out. Like if that's the thing, what is the ingredient that's making these aliens die? Because his drugs, <laughs> his drugs are what kill it. And he's like, yeah, it's mostly <laughs> caffeine pills. And all these kids are doing entire pens of it. That is so much. That's a lot shit of... to snort in your nose yeah. at once. Like yeah. that is such a long line of fucking coke to like. Yeah. Oh, if it was oh, cocaine, okay. yeah. you would Sick. die of nice. a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So who knows? Got it. Yeah. Got it all. As my, uh, my my friend Trout put it, he said, this movie taught me that all you need to make sure your homies aren't aliens is to just do a bunch of research chemicals that you got from the guy who got held back three times. Yeah, again. Yeah. That's a good lesson to learn. And also, what's so strange about the whole the, the chemical situation is that, yeah, it is revealed that, in fact, that it is mostly just caffeine pills. To spoiler alert, the the alien queen who is now aware of the entire chemical makeup of the mm-hmm. situation, but then there's just a whole laboratory, um, just there in which he is not doing anything else but apparently mortar and pestling up uh, caffeine pills, and they're just like she smashes the whole thing, and then they're like, well, we got it, we can't make any more. It's like you can, <laughs> like yeah. it's commercially available. Yeah, you just buy uh, Hundred percent of it is buy caffeine pills. We just established you totally can. This is, and it's the whole point is that it's a diuretic, right? That it desiccates yeah. the thing. And yeah, just put Xlax in a pen or something. Xlax and caffeine pills or whatever. Like oh, you know, in a while. Oh yeah. Speaking of Xlax, he offers the he offers offers his hot teacher yeah. chocolate Xlax repeatedly throughout yeah. this and. I didn't think it was funny at all, but I'm sure when I first saw this, yeah. I was like, fucking nice. You told <laughs> me, that teacher to go teacher poop. To poop. That teacher's probably constipated. That's why she's not into you. <laughs> not that, I don't know, she has professional boundaries. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so it is very cool to keep those drugs in pens. I always thought that was really cool. Oh, absolutely. I thought it's that was very, smart. very sick. I mean, I just want to fill yeah, it up with pixie sick. sticks and just, mom, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do what you did. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it takes practice. You got to go through. Get a snore a lot of stuff, Bill. <laughs> snore like that. Is, that. is that how you got the piercing through? Yeah, you yeah, just did yeah. cocaine until there's a yeah, hole. Yeah, just rotted a hole. <laughs> I just threw, I threw a little jewelry in there. Well, one other awesome thing about the beginning of the movie is, um, and just is a thing in this movie is how often the students are bumping into each other. Oh yeah, like there's yeah. literally the, that montage in the beginning, like the way that every student is introduced and they bump into the other one that like sets in motion the next chain of events. Yep. That's very yeah. clumsy student what, body. What I. Uh, as as far as the theme that we were talking about before of conformity and not belonging, in this one is very ham fisted. But what I really don't like about it, which I'll talk about eventually, is about why I really hate the ending. It, it they put they posit that all these kids they're not true like who they truly are. Like there is another side to them. Like the kid, one kid's a nerd, but he's actually kind of a, a rebel in this. What the football. Uh, star wants to quit being the star quarterback to focus on school. Yep. 
Like, also, just be. A I, I, I see like, nothing about this as being unrealistic. Also, that, that's <laughs> also that was a very stupid thing I think for him to do. Like, get into a good college with football, and then take that free ride to get a good college education. You know, <laughs> if you're you're clearly yeah. the star, take that ride. But he he earned that D. I earned that D. Ugh, it was my D. Ugh, blow me. Oh, my D. It was my D. I'll give him a fucking D. Uh, <laughs> I oh, 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 so sorry. What what did? What the fuck did Robert Patrick call the what was that's name right? Yeah, Robert. Patrick. What did he call them in the beginning? He's so mean to all the players. Oh. <laughs> what did he say? He said something so mean. He gets nicer after he gets possessed by yeah. Ellie. Yeah, he's a real <laughs> like, dick before yeah. he gets the brain slug. Oh god, I wish I could remember the insult. Yeah, I, that I he just love that. I love that part when he's just like, "You're my star quarterback." You know, uh, obviously you're going through some stuff right now. What kind of human being would I be? Yeah, <laughs> and I would just be like, yeah. just like alien, alien, somebody, yeah, just that's, alien. That's what are we so doing? So funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> human being. <laughs> he like enunciates both words. So my, what I love about this movie is that oh, he calls him. Okay, wait, I just found the line. Okay, oh, really? yeah. um, you got to pick up the line. God damn it, get off the field, you limp ass blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that rules. <laughs> right, right before <laughs> he flips over a you bench. Limp ass blowjob. <laughs> yeah, flipping stuff. He flips the bench <laughs> I, I thought this movie is perplexing in a lot of ways, but one of the things that I, I think is so egregious about it is that no, none of these kids actually, like, they're obviously like a little bit older. They're playing high school kids, but. All of them behave in such an abhorrent fashion that not only are they not likable, they, the kid who's getting bullied is perfectly willing to be like, it "Must be fucking nice to be you." Yeah. directly to his bully. Right. Like he's yeah. not, he's not a coward. Like, yeah, no, no. Like all. none right. of these kids are ever wrong. They're never, they never back down. They never learn anything about themselves. They just succeed. They're, they're just trope. They're just you know caricatures. But yeah, they're right. You're, they're caricatures, but they're all written with the same voice. Right. Like they're all, they're all defiant to each other. They're defiant jerks. Yeah, you're right. That was that. Right. Ni- that's yeah. a great observation. I think that's also just kind of like that '90s mentality. Of just like no fuck you, you yeah, yeah. like and there's the the girl yeah, who's all the teens and the and it's like, hell, hell yeah hell yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah yeah just and there, again there's a scene at the jump where a group of bros pick up a nerd Elijah Wood and smash his uh, his genitals into a flagpole and he goes oh no not the flagpole and then he gets hit and that's oh, how it God, ends yeah. at the end like where that happens like he goes good some things never change and you see that fuck you Usher yeah uh, what Usher <laughs> is that when something happens in well, doesn't he do the flagpole thing? Oh, I can't remember. I think, who he, lead, I think he leads the crew. He might, he might lead the crew. Yeah. But I do think it is just so, uh, like, man, it, yeah, it's a perfect time capsule of the 90s. But uh, I'm trying to remember the individual actors in it. But when when the f- football star turns to his reporter girlfriend, who is an intrepid reporter, because you remember how seriously yeah, people her, took. Yeah, Brewster at that uh, school newspaper. Yeah, you yeah, guys remember how right. seriously people took the school newspaper back in the back in <laughs> high school, right? Oh, lived lived and died by it. Yeah, yeah, and you know they always talked and like that micro Fridays, right? Hey, see, we're yeah. gonna <laughs> bring this to the press, huh? Yeah, that's her excuse for always being too busy. She's like, I've got an article to find. Yeah, shut. Like he's like, hey, I have something really important to tell you. Yeah. Like human being to human being, she's like, 
oh, can't you save it for later? I'm on deadline. Like, no, it, it's, this is high school. <laughs> what if that kid was just like, my parents died? <laughs> like, right. it could have been anything of actual import. And she's just like, oh, shut up. You're wasting my time, hot I up at the football game. Yeah, yeah she she was uh, she was not very likable. <laughs> she's <laughs> yeah. villainous. Yeah, she was very villainous. <laughs> she won't let her boyfriend kiss her because it took her 75 minutes to apply her lipstick. And yeah. I'm like, no. He's barely wearing, wearing any makeup. Yeah. And I'll... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So what I want to talk about is the queen, right? So there's a new girl from the South. The South. She's I from forgot what they call her, Atlanta or some shit. Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. And she is Mary the queen. Louise Hutchinson. She, she's the from Atlanta. Louise. I am from Atlanta, Georgia. She's got like 15 well, first know. names. I'm not suspicious at all. I'm just a new girl in town. That's all. <laughs> Nothing to do with these brain slugs. I'm, I'm, yeah. so, yeah. I'm somehow whiter than all of y'all. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm the whitest of the bunch. Do yeah. I look a, look a little bit like a bug? Purely yeah. coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> but she's hanging out with Josh Hartner right away. So that leads me to believe that somehow... Before they even kill anyone with the drugs, that she knows that that is poison to them. Sure. That she wants to get it from them. Because yeah. she's hanging out with him and not assimilating him or doing that yeah. kind of shit at all. And again, I don't. I, I don't. She wants to get to the <sighs> last of it. Yeah, but who cares? I know. Because once they figure out what the secret is, why she doesn't wipe them. Uh, I don't know. This is very. This movie's very strange. Because, I mean, I guess she. Yeah, she could just put. A slug in his head, and then he has all that information. They can just go take care of it together. This movie is just rife with this sort of whodunit nonsense, where like it's like it it, it's like when Scream was in its like third chapter, where you're at the point where you're like, like really, like this is where the killer was. I I don't know that I don't like the faculty. Yeah, I just know that like these it does not. Upon any analysis, the whole film falls apart. Yeah. It, you're just like, yeah. oh, you're aliens and you require water. Why are you in the Midwest? Also, <laughs> there are Great Lakes. Yeah, like, it's just. The movie Clue is way more well thought out than, than, than this. <laughs> that's it's kind of. That's a good point. That's kind of like the signs argument. It's like if the aliens, though, spo- spoiler alert, their one weakness is water. Why land on a planet that's mostly water? Closest. I mean. Way to ruin that movie for me. I thought. I mean, opposite. I mean, but this one has tons of water. But so they he's right though. They, they, they land. They, they, he, they land in the most landlocked part of the yeah, country. Yeah, this is the opposite side's argument. They let. Well, I guess yeah. Where are they? Ohio. They're Ohio. And they, they do say Great at Lakes. one point that they're like, "Why Ohio?" And they're like something about like small town. Like yeah, like, yeah, that's, small that's town. That's where brain slugs go, y'all. Small town. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, people just have way too much information because yeah. they've seen Invasion of the Body <laughs> Snatchers. <laughs> that is the template. Oh man. So then again, just nineties thing after nineties thing as um. People behave entirely inappropriately towards teachers. There's teachers who are alcoholics in budget meetings. Yeah, my principal a, in high school was an alcoholic. It was a it was a good joke. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, like, it's really a joke about. <laughs> to my parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I I wish I could have spoken during the introduction. I just love the idea that you you mauled a child, and it's not the thing that you have to introduce yourself. You don't have to go to your neighbors and be like, "Hey, I mean, real quick during a full moon." Yeah, I mean, I served my time. I, I picked up the park. I picked up Ringer Park one time. Are you being? Were you being serious? Well, yeah. You made me. He was dressed as a puppet. It was Halloween. I was drinking. I was reading Goosebumps. What about this? It doesn't seem real to you. 
Yeah. He right. snuck up on me. I got spooked out. Can you check his IMDb I lashed, page? I lashed out. <laughs> Let me Google you for a sec. <laughs> he has zero wow, credits. literally nothing. He has zero credits, yeah. but it's got like recent arrests. There's, li- there's not even any. This, they were a this poor- is the first time I've ever Googled anything. It's just been a blank page. They were it's a weird. poor family. They couldn't afford to make it a big deal. <laughs> Your incredibly wealthy family yeah, paid yeah. them off. Yeah, absolutely. Does, so during a full moon, does this kid turn turn into like a rat faced hipster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get revenge on me one day. He's gonna kill Bill at me for taking his eye. <laughs> on the full moon, his hair thins. <laughs> and he grows a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but I love that uh, John uh, John Stewart appears as the um, the science teacher. The science teacher after he sexually harasses the school nurse. Um, and they will have lab coats. Why not? You know, lab coat. Seems like a good match. Lab yeah. coat. Yeah. <laughs> lab coat. Lab coat. Did your ner- did your school nurse wear a doctor coat, a white coat? Uh, yeah, I think so. Really? Oh, mine didn't. Oh, well, whatever. I mean, I feel like you're a nurse. You should be wearing a doctor's coat. So. Well, you were homeschooled, right? Yeah. Well, that's probably part of it. I I bet you. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah. Well, it's a, <laughs> some. It was a different thing. He was left in a basement. With yeah. A large <laughs> pile of books. <laughs> yeah. Goosebumps. All <laughs> goosebumps and yeah. a b- small goosebumps. handle of tequila for yeah. when he becomes of age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there waiting. Goosebumps and tequila. It's happened when I was a kid. I didn't say no, when nothing I bad could happen from yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, they. I love that they drop. Well, they bring in the little. They, uh, Elijah Wood finds it in the field. Uh, he. Brings it in. John Stewart does a cursory examination. And is like, we got to tell the university for grant money, and then he drops it in a tank of water because they dropped a little bit of water on it because somebody said something homophobic. And when they do it, it like twitches and comes to life. What and homophobic then, thing they say? They say, <laughs> well, it's just it, what is it? this fucking gay ass bug. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was at this point in the movie where the the gay but not gay character has been. Has had that said to her like three right. times. She, she keeps using uh, the term yeah. lesbian, oh, very like, like very yeah. derogatory. Lesbian, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it, it's like really like I guess in the nineties that was okay. Like yeah, I mean everyone was that was the Eminem. Everyone's calling each other faggots. Yeah, yeah. That was like right. a very like effective was, insult. Yeah, that's a high school. Yeah, that's what it's you, a f- yeah. Everyone's calling each other. I I don't I don't mean to get preachy, but I do think that it's interesting to watch these three movies together. In just these these small bits of like homophobia, because mm. in uh, Night of the Creeps, you guys mentioned there was that line. It sort of gets addressed, and maybe it's the subtext of it, or maybe it isn't. That the uh, one of the protagonists was in love with the other ones. The second one, mm-hmm. they're homophobic throughout, and then in Slither, one of the deputies is gay, and they mentioned that she's gay mm-hmm. a couple of times. But it is it is done in like an affectionate way between. The characters, and I think that there's going to be a when we see you know the 2010s body snatcher movie, I would love to see if that tracks because it's weird to see huh, how the it's proge- getting a progression of gay weird. Like, Somebody's like, these bugs are gay. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, everybody, hey, come on! Shit out of them. <laughs> they just beat yeah. him to death. <laughs> yeah, it just it, <laughs> ultra violent PC. <laughs> Who can or cannot say the gender that these slugs choose? <laughs> these gender not conforming yeah. aliens. Whoa! Wait, wait, yeah. He just went under there, yeah. bro. You did not just assume that slugs gender. <laughs> <laughs> it's a they. It's uh, a they. It's a creature. It's a species. Yeah, it's a creature, dude. It's a creature. PC principal is yeah. gonna be in it. <laughs> Don't call them he's. They're a creature. 
<laughs> Creature of outer space origin. Yeah, they're outer space. They're extraterrestrial. God, it's gonna be so woke. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, and then he just tosses it into the tank, and then the tank of water, which is just there and it's empty because you know science, and then it immediately splits in two, and there's now two of it, um, and then John Stewart just puts on a glove and just goes. He's like, I'm gonna just put my hand in because the surface texture of it uh, changed. Because uh, obviously we need like a jump scare at this point. Mm-hmm. And then he reaches in and then he gets bit like real severe. And then they're just like, I'm fine. And it's just, it's bonkers. Because I can't tell when I see that scene if it was supposed to be played for like laughs or a scare. Because in both instances, it's like a cheesy CGI effect. Right. Yeah. And it's John Stewart with a goatee. Yeah, uh, it's acting so poorly. Yeah. You're talking about when he puts it in the fish tank and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that they thought they were, they had really good effects for that scene. You know, I, yeah. When the little alien fish slug, it kind of has a little alien double mouth thing going sure. on there, which I mean was convincing for the '90s. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it admittedly is a bit silly today for sure. I still about. I, I did. I did really like the the scene they directly ripped from the thing with the caffeine, cocaine, drugs, uh, where they do the test. I appreciate that very much. That's very direct. And then Jordana Brewster ends up being uh, a creature, which I did not. Who? Uh, Jordana Brewster, the Delilah, the glasses uh, hot. Oh right, right, right. No, the, I, I didn't see that no, coming either. The yeah. oddly serious reporter. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that was a right. good. That was a good twist. Yeah, um, that was. I think that there's the one issue that runs up throughout the whole movie is like the, the amount of people who have been infected, does not reflect the urgency with which they infect other people. Like when the football game is happening, they are infecting everybody that they can. Football game. Football game is the sickest. I feel like half the yeah. Oh yeah. Half of the budget went to the football. Well, because they're also when it's going, it's like when they start off just fireworks, introducing you to the football game. Like this is like fucking intense. Yeah, that was also nineties like Friday Night Lights, like football movies and high school movies went hand in hand back then and were pretty big. And like the putting the slugs whenever they would tackle yeah. the guy and put the yeah, slugs they put in, them in their ear. Then that they, was good. They like, yeah. They, and the then they're carting going off while they're seizuring. Yeah. And they're carting yeah. off the opposite team on stretchers and everybody's Everyone's just cheering going and going insane. Yeah. And just, <laughs> like it, right. Like it, <laughs> even when I was a kid and played soccer, it's like if a kid went down, everyone sits down. Yeah. yeah they're like, Oh my everyone's God. It's just rooting. I hope he's okay. They're they're like, like, fucking dead. Oh, he's dead. Football dude. CTE. CTE. Yeah. CTE. High school football. Do not school underestimate football. their aggression well, of parents. What did he turns parents. to? He turns to Usher. He's like, take his fucking head off. Yeah. And he just goes out and just that clothesline was brutal. Oh, yeah. yeah. And again, like this movie, I don't know. I I don't. It. This is, I think, the scene. This and like the big, um, practical uh, monster at the end are the two parts of this where I'm like, fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, this part that because it's. It's done to a cover, I think, of Pink Floyd's The yeah. Wall, where it's like, it's like so a weird is instrumental that, is that cover. Marilyn Manson. Well, it's so damn. It sounds cl- like it's yeah. so damn close. We and so don't different. need no. I think it might be called <laughs> Class of '99. That's what it is. You posted it on my. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is dope. Um, which there's a music video that accompanies it, and it is hilarious because it's just scenes out of the faculty set to it, plus. The entire like the the principal cast like those six people they're on stage and they interrupt an auditorium performance and Elijah Wood is just like rap rocking, 
Yeah. You know, oh, teach God. us leave. Ah, <laughs> uh, so gross. Funny. But they, they don't have the balls to just be like, at the end, if Elijah Wood or Josh Hartnett was just like, how can you have any pudding if you can't eat your mate? I wish you said that. Um, mm. But yeah, no, that football scene is fantastic. And they race back to the school after uh, executing the test. And then um, they are trying to capture the principal because they assume that she is um, the alien queen because she's an authority figure, which is interesting, too, because, like, she has not really demonstrated it. But in the earlier scenes in which she is, like, misdirecting all of the um, parents and uh, kids away from the fact that clearly a murder has occurred Mm. and they're just gaslighting everyone, uh, I guess her effectiveness somehow translated to our protagonist that she is the leader. Yeah, because they're also she's the one in charge of like making sure they everyone's doing getting the ear exam, right, right, right. which is just putting the slugs in all of the students. Which again is a really, I think that's really cool. I, I think the whole was thing was cool. very well executed. Yeah, of how they're indoctrinating everyone. I go back and forth on this so hard. I'm sorry. And that woman, <laughs> and the old woman scene where she, she's too old, so she gets dehydrated and she just like dies. I always confuse that scene where she's in the shower with the scene from The Shining. The yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very shining yeah, it's yeah. very like the same where their skins just like falling off. Some yeah. old lady with her skin falling. But I love that part. Would, where, when I was younger, confuse those. A we're, lot. We're, That's like, exactly what I thought yeah. of when I saw it. They say to the guy who's obvious, like that is obviously disturbed by this woman who just died in his arms. They're like, "Keep this quiet, alright? He's like, "I understand." Like, yeah, he's no, like, cool. no problem. <laughs> what I get it. This is a sensitive subject. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Happens all the time. They don't offer him therapy. They're just like, hey, bro, you got it? All right, cool. You're a star <laughs> Josh quarterback. Hartnett gets, go, go get some of that white stuff in you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool. Like like we did say before, that doesn't make any sense, the fact that the plot that she's trying to get rid of all the drug. Because that's what she is doing all the time. She sacrifices uh, her own. She's a queen using her pawns all the time, sure. sacking them. Sacks Jordana Brewster. On the test, sacks the principal mm-hmm. by putting the rest of it into her herself. Yep, just to get rid of it. And oh, it's very strange. It's very strange. I I don't mean to point this out to criticize this movie a lot, but it is my favorite mistake that they made. There's a continuity issue where Josh Hartnett, who is apparently not a, not just like a cool badass, but like a master of science, <laughs> uh, he's got all his Bunsen burners and flasks and stuff. Yeah, he's actually and, smart, even though he's a fuck. So he's like, he's looking through the microscope, and then Elijah Wood observes a uh, revolver, which is just out. He's like, it's called a gun, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's okay, like, first of all, we're in what? high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You no, conceal this. Cool. You yeah. should be putting a gun away yeah. if you want it to be useful to you. I think teachers should have guns. And then uh, we're <laughs> hey, just. Hey, let's, get a, let's start this conversation. <laughs> no, hold, hold on. Allow me, hold to, on. Allow me to, yeah. to quickly butt in. The faculty would not have happened. Have, if those teachers were armed. To prevent faculty situations. Listen, listen. All these schools, a lot of brain cells going on. You know what the fuck's happening. I watched that movie. Don't you Robert already against faculty? It's insane. Your Christopher Walken impression is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to go to the march with just a giant poster of the faculty. Never again. (laughs) Their heads are going to fall off. They're going to put them back on. It's going to be a whole big thing. These people, these brain slugs out of control. Ban what? No more water fountains in any any school. Get them all out. No You've more. Seen the movie. No, no water wa- fountains. They like water. Only a wine punch. You're everywhere. doing Jerry yeah. Seinfeld yeah. at best. This is my Man. favorite part. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was Jerry Seinfeld. Beautiful. That was really beautiful. Um, I loved. Uh, 
Yeah, so then after that, he um, cuts off a piece of one. He puts it in a rat cage. Uh, he puts on glasses, and then he uh, lets the rat get infected with the parasite. Uh, and then he kills his rat, which, as a fan of rats, I'm sure that upset you. Mm. What he, was that like watching? You didn't watch it with Cricket and Potato, I did. I, I had them both on my shoulders and said, you watch this. <laughs> oh, jeez. You need as, to learn. As a lesson. Wow. Yeah. But he kills this rat, which he's named. He kills it effortlessly, just without just a care in the world. Just it's so easy. Scientist. That's why I don't like them. Scientist. Yeah, and then he him. and then he cuts it open while wearing glasses and he's like doing an examination and then he puts it back under the microscope while still wearing glasses and looks at it. And I just I realized that it's such a small thing, but it made me laugh so fucking oh, hard. Wear glasses. Well, you just—it's just so laughable because seconds ago he was using the the microscope without the glasses, and then he's now wearing them. Oh, and again, okay. He's just, I see. It was and he's just—he's yeah, just, being, gotcha, he's just gotcha. being still as cocky. And I'm like, you look like an idiot. You don't <laughs> use it. Like the whole point of a microscope is that you adjust it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the glasses on. It's too. just like everything about this is a prop. I love the idea of him just looking at it and in his head, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Go to you off to fucking look at my Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I don't know. So, do you guys want to jump ahead? Because my favorite yeah. part of this whole movie was the creature effect at the end. Me too. Which is a mix of CGI that doesn't really hold up, and then a practical effect which is fucking dope. And that last yeah. shot is I, I screenshotted it and put it on uh, the Dead Last Podcast Instagram. But just like Elijah Wood, just like sweaty and slimy head down with this giant bug carcass in front of him. I mean, that's great. Like, that sums up high school in the 90s right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. everything. That's that creature the- fight is... I think I do like the football fight better, though. Like, really? when he goes out and it's raining and the whole football team is just sitting in the field, just standing there with all the tentacles coming out of yeah, their faces, like, cool. drinking the water. I'm like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. And then they chase him, like, through the buses and all that stuff yeah. and... Fame K. Jansen comes and loses her head and screws it back on. Oh, yeah. And again, a special effect that, that does really not hold up at all. But like, yeah. she's got like squid tentacles that oh, come yeah, out. Yeah, another thing head. reference. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I remember that scene because they played it. I think it was maybe in the trailer uh, at some point. I can't remember. Like, I remember seeing that before I saw the movie and thinking, like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder now, like, Five years down the line, when we rewatch like Avatar or The Avengers, or like a movie that's like highly, highly special affected, if we're gonna like laugh. At well, the have you whole... watched Avatar recently? <laughs> does it does it not hold up? It kind of Ava- looks like the uh, Bugs Life PlayStation yeah. One <laughs> video game. <laughs> yeah. Well, Avatar is kind of the opposite of these uh, bu- like Invasion of the Body Snatcher movies, where we are the body snatchers. Like. <gasps> Yeah. About that? Yeah. Whoa! We're the Avatar invaders. just got better. We yeah. are walking among them. Avatar would be a horror society. movie if it was told from the perspective of the Navi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Holy that's all, yeah. shit! I think we should do a dead last Who podcast about that. Yeah, Im- imagine like yeah, a bunch of them strapped to chairs with some yeah. kind of like test, yeah. like to see if like they're really, <laughs> really a Navi. Like, yeah. they, that they do that in the fucking movie. Yeah. They, yeah, they, 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 like, the Sam Worthington's character has to prove that he is a Navi. Yeah, they I guess literally that. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I just had to take my headphones off because my mind exploded. <laughs> this is unreal. Yeah. That was really good. Thank yeah. you. Avatar is an inverted bo- invasion of the body snatchers. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. It's fucked up. Whoa, Colonial- this is a, this colonialism, is a hashtag baby. hot take. Yeah. Colonialism 
This one's all about the end, baby. <laughs> you always, I, I've, having known you for a couple of years, you at least one time a day shout, colonialism, baby! <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Can I get some? Just on yeah. the bus. <laughs> yeah. the, Come on. Colonialism, yeah, baby! They're like, it's that fucking colonialism yeah. <laughs> guy. Money! He loves that yeah, He likes to scream colonialism, no. throws money everywhere. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> You're the only guy who booed in the theater watching Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Colonialism, baby. Yeah, everyone's like, boo. Yeah. yeah, come on. He's an English guy. Ben Kingsley's yeah, British. Yeah. Why are we okay with this? Um, yeah, so uh, faculty. Um, I was trying to think of my last fair. Oh, that locker room fight. I think is very well done when Elijah Wood is running through and the lockers are getting flipped by the tentacles oh, at, the, at the end and they're mean? getting chucked it's, in, it's like awesome. into the center and, and the, be- the, the bench thing in the gym. Cause sure. do you remember that shit as a kid? Like the retractable bleachers. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, man, if I fell down yeah. there, I, I could get fucking yeah, trash that. compact. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That yeah, was a to great play on the high school fear. Like, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. great. Yeah. Great final awesome. scene there. I had friends who would hang out in them as long as they could until they were collapsing in. And then they would jump out, kind of like an Indiana Jones thing. Oh, yeah. And I am so surprised that I that those kids still have all of their limbs. Like it's yeah. crazy because they only escalated from there into more prank videos. So the the ending of this movie, like I said before, it makes me so flawless, fucking mad. Oh, well, sorry, so fucking mad. Like the like the after they kill the creature, thing, right, right. right? Like so, if the th- movie this ended, the whole then... movie that would have been great. That would have been great. But this whole movie is about like not conforming. But at the end, they all conform. Like the goth girl. Oh well, she has a boyfriend, so now she's normal. She doesn't like sci-fi and goth, and she doesn't listen to Skinny Puppy anymore. She's a fucking norm. Like she mm-hmm. took off all the goth makeup, and she has she has a boyfriend. She's a regular fucking person. I think, and maybe... the drug dealer's like, well, uh, I I know we played up, we established that I'm a smart kid, but I don't apply myself enough. But I'm gonna be the captain of the football team now instead. Who smokes a like, cigarette? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's so stupid, and like it goes back. I think on like everything. That they try to establish or the theme of the movie by making them just like, well, they're all norms. They're but you all mean making them all kind of conform yeah. anyway yeah. at the but end? That, yeah, it's that, garbage. And that, and that is yeah, why dude. it's the perfect 90s oh, movie. Yeah, exactly. So, it's that's not, what I was just going to say. It's not about uh, the losers winning, it's about everybody being cool. Right. Always, anyway. Uh, that, the, I was the, so the, mad. Isn't that, that the point of so many '90s movies? Goth. When the how the uncool kid, how he's uncool, and he wins because at the end he's cool. Yeah. So it go. It, it all '90s movies always do that. They always yeah. like the, the point is never achieved. They yeah, always the movie where they make the nerd girl hot. She's all that. They all. They all got. She's all that. It. That's yeah. all it took was them falling we took in away love. Her, their individuality. Now they're beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, I love it. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Like, but this movie bothers me so much. <laughs> didn't have an after credit like the alien right. somehow survive scene. Yeah. And I was just I was marveling at that because I think this movie tried in an effort to like be like a scream like movie, I think that it was trying to subvert a couple of these things that we were expecting and it did so so ham-fistedly that it does not it just it just it's like Limp Bizkit the movie. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> Where it's like it's it's rap rock. That's what it is. It's yeah. cool. It's loud, it's cool, and it yeah. does not hold up over time. <laughs> well, you know what? We turn the the lesbian straight now, and like she's normal and is fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just wonder, like, right? what what yeah. would yeah. the harm been? Got a hot boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good for her. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. It's so un PC. It's so not. It it so doesn't work now. Like you imagine, like the faculty came out now. 
I mean, it would be a gun control thing. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. You really want this? I really want to make a remake of The Faculty. Just and it just and it gets resolved now. immediately because their teachers are armed. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, it, we get NRA, NRA TV to back that so oh hard. My. It's the faculty. Trump is 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 the Robert Patrick character. <laughs> <laughs> we just get anyone that's anyone to be in it. Oh my Make God. a conservative movie where Sam uh, Worthington is like the jock. No, it's okay. So it's like a cons- are uh, we recasting this for, no, okay. for, for modern times. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. So it's a, it's a, a conservative leaning directed movie where yeah. the slug people it's all they're getting away with this shit through like identity politics <laughs> right? Continue. Uh, yeah, and they can't be uh no one can toss a stick at them or anything and they're, like they're all these uh good old boy like mm-hmm. kids at the school and they're like we know what's going on <laughs> like, like, and there was like you can't say that like you can't accuse me of having a brain slug like that's the gay straight yeah. alliance takes yeah, over yeah. the school <laughs> Spectrum or whatever yeah, <laughs> their yeah. organizations. Okay, I mean it is. There's something very strange in this movie too, where there's a troubling lack of diversity, with the exception of Usher. Yeah, who it's just it is bonkers to me that they did not make him into a bigger character because he's yeah. he's great in this. Like he's in only a very few scenes, but he he can certainly at least as well, far I mean, as I can uh, see, uh, he could act as well as Josh Hartnett. Like I. What struck me as very strange is the way that they promoted this film. They obviously meant to include Usher as a way to probably bring he's in a more. Star. He's a star. Yeah. But it seems so strange to me that they didn't give him a more prominent role in that if I were attending this movie purely to see Usher, I would have been bummed. Because well, like they, I would have been like, I'm looking for yeah. some Usher. I, I bet they gave him more lines, and then they're like, okay, act Usher, and they're like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh no, okay, what does he do? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised subplot. if there was like yeah. some Usher deleted scenes. Yeah. Oh my god, if there's yeah. a whole subplot for him, a lot. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's like a whole other movie yeah. from his perspective where he's just like, all right, I'm gonna just act, uh, just I'm just, dancing, he's around. just <laughs> dancing. He's like, no, just calm down, just act. act. He's like, I am acting. I'm just glad. <laughs> I don't know. I just personally thought so it was like he's singing it. Though it I hate when so that weird. happens. Oh, I wonder if there's some like Will Smith esque right. like Men in Black movie where he at the end oh. where there's like there's a <laughs> song slugs where dancing like great slugs <laughs> with Usher. <laughs> Gonna make love to the slug <laughs> uh, in this slug uh, in this slug. Hey, all right, end the podcast. Kidding. Uh, that, no, that's good. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, uh, okay, I think we got to do ratings. We're gonna move on. Okay. To, to the young slither. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, I gave this like a seven point five, uh, because I really liked it as a kid. It's just like a fun '90s movie, and it holds up in the sense that it's still just fun to watch. I like that it pays homage to the '50s B movies, but also the '90s slashers, which are just movies that I like. Um, you know, it's definitely got its flaws and parts that are really stupid, but it was still really fun to watch it again. So yeah, I like it. No, I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it uh, six slugs and point five brains. Right on. Whoa, that's an interesting. I'm, I'm gonna go. 25. I'm gonna go six slugs. I think yeah. that it's. I think that that when this movie hits, like a lot of Robert Rodriguez movies, when this movie is on, it is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it is off, you're like, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good is, point. It's all super cool stuff in it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and is. also, everybody that has ever been important in the 90s is in it, which yeah. is 
weird. Which is great. You just it, don't get that it, a lot. It, 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 yeah. It being so 90s is its strength and its weakness. <laughs> like, and at but, the same time. And, you know, but you know what? It's, it's like, like you couldn't, it, it, it's smart of them to pull it off like that, like to take advantage of an ensemble school cast. Sure. Because you can, that's, a, you know, you can introduce a shitload of characters. It's a school. Breakfast club, and they baby. Can, exactly. They can be cameos. Like, you would see, like, the janitor, and you're, you're the fucking nurse is Selma Hayek. What? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they it works. If it was like some other slasher movie and just people keep showing up as miscellaneous characters, you're just like, all right, it seems stupid and forced. Sure. But it actually worked here, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Hmm. And you're right. It's a flawless film. I'm changing it to 10 slugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the one last thing I want to tell John 17 is. John Stewart. <laughs> 17 John Stewart. 17 John Stewart. I'm going to do this movie John 11 Stewart John Stewart go to yeah. yeah, there you go. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Um, I just I love in the beginning in the bumping into each other montage where it, it flashes people's names and like that red text. It's like Elijah was like, yeah, Casey. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, the pre- predator God, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ends predator <laughs> style yeah, too. Predator style. It, it, and it shows everybody yeah, in the credits. Like, and they're all, and exactly, it has a predator ending. Yeah. But and it, but my favorite part was and this is this was great was that like John Stewart. Is he's got an eye patch on, his hand is bandaged, and he's trying to eat a donut and he drops it. <laughs> and he's the only one who got another take. Everybody else just had it was just a clip from the movie that was just like oh, yeah, you know, obviously right, this yeah. you know, it's, it's a Selma Hayek or and then but John Stewart clearly got his own dumb thing and it's actually really funny because yeah. he just like a, does a quick gag implying really, he survived he somehow survived yeah, right, he's got an eye patch his right. hand is bandaged and he drops a donut and I was just like ah, John Stewart man. you, you know, know it'd be funny you, that you always his idea yeah, yeah. it probably was it, it would be good if when they do those predator style uh, credit sequences if they just showed their dead bodies <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. just like a corpse, <laughs> like yeah, just like, like a flaming where, where they are, where how they, they died. ended up, not who they were. Yeah, it, 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 it lingers like uncomfortably long, <laughs> as if it's somehow like in me- it's yeah. like in memoriam. Yeah, yeah, as a viewer, you're just like. <laughs> In seven minutes. St- oh, like, it just changed. What is this? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> There's another body. Are they doing that? It said yeah. Jesse Ventura for yeah. five minutes, yeah. and you're just looking at his burnt corpse from multiple <laughs> angles. With the hole in his stomach. Yeah. Just zooming in and out. Is that guy's making the speech to his corpse? Yeah. Just not a scratch. <laughs> not a scratch. <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny. Just yeah. uninterrupted. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, God. Dedicated to our fallen soldiers. Um, all right. All right, let's live. Everyone could be here to cry. This beautiful creature must die A death for no reason And death for no reason is murder And the flesh you so fancifully fry Is not succulent, tasty or kind It's death for no reason <clears throat> Slither. This is from 2006. All of these movies are an hour and a half. 
Yeah, they all beautiful. are that's, well. Yeah, they're all very about. well paced. All, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get too deep with the uh, with the brain slugs. Yeah, here. get out, get the fat out of there. Nice. Yeah. Our not hour twenty, not too, no, not too, not short. you know, a little extra. Don't, 10. don't make it suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so this is written and directed by James Gunn, mm-hmm. who uh, Guardians of the Galaxy the is third kind of his great main. director in a row. Yep. Um, this is the only film that Ken Reid told me that he hated. Really, he low really? key hated it. Really, I thought that was fascinating. The only film like in the world. No, no, of the three that I mentioned. Oh. <laughs> interesting. And I, that is interesting. I think that, I, and I, I don't mean to interject or put no. put Could, Mr. Reed on blast. He's a classic man. He really is. He, he's, he's a, a person man. whose taste I genuinely admire. Mm-hmm. So like his dislike of this film, I was like, all right, maybe I should reconsider liking it as much <laughs> as I do. I should change my opinion. But I would also like to know what Ken's like latest horror movie that he's actually liked. I feel like uh, Ken is very much classic man. I think he... He probably has a, a lot of, uh, you know, unjustified ill will towards uh, things that are new. Really? You know? I, I would personally I think, think that, that Ken, if, and again, as a person who's never actually really spoken to him, mm-hmm. I, I take him as the sort of person who sees innovation in a horror movie and appreciates it. But I think that one thing we forget about all these movies when they come out, I bet that there was like 15 movies that came out. Uh, that are just terrible uh, the same year as Night of the Creeps that kind of are in this kind of same horror bucket. And that's the only one that lasts. So if Mm -hmm. you don't like 15 movies that come out this year, but you like one of them, Mm -hmm. I think that that's a possibility. Like you have to separate the wheat from the chaff when it comes to these horror movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do wonder if there is, I would, I would love to hear his top 10 horror movies from like this decade, Mm -hmm. because I think that it hasn't been, yeah, like from 2009 to 2019, Mm -hmm. a year that hasn't happened yet. Uh, it will, though. Will you it? think? It might. According to the Mayans. Sorry, if you want to continue with the synopsis, I'm really no, sorry. No, no, no. Um, you know, I, I, we should have Ken on as a guest again, and we yeah. should ask him that question. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I'd be curious to hear that as well. I would love to just let just let him ramble, because he already has his podcast, which is really good, TV Guidance mm. Counselor. Shameless plug. But I do think yeah. that it would just be... I, I, I want to pick his brain because he's somehow seen all of these movies. He, like, yeah, I mean, he Night of the Creeps, when we had him on as a guest, that was the first I'd ever heard of that movie. Yeah. yeah. And it was he was really like, really? You haven't seen that? There was a lot of really you haven't seen that on that episode. But yeah. that's what he's good with. Hey, we've grown. But now we've seen them all. But boys grown. <laughs> now we've seen them. Um, two adult boys. Two adult boys. All right, so Slither here. Uh, we'll do the cast here. Um, we got uh, Don Thompson. As Wally, Nathan. Sometimes these the order on IMDb is really stupid. It's like, motherfucker, this stars Elizabeth Banks, bro. Yeah, who the one is Don Thompson? I don't fucking know. Dong Thompson. But Elizabeth Banks is the star, and she's incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael Rooker is awesome as Grant. As Grant Grant. Grant Grant. That's his fucking name. Hell yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Greg Henry. uh, Xantha Radley as the (laughs) uptight mom. (laughs) Um, Tanya Soliner. None of these names matter. Just Nathan Fillion. It, 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 uh, Elizabeth it's Elizabeth Banks, Banks and Michael Rooker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, forgive me. Is it Nathan Fillion or Nathan Fillion? It's Fillion. 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 So. Oh boy, I've been saying that wrong. Yeah. There's years. an I. Oh, there's an I in there. Uh-oh. Whoops. Yeah. Um, and then for the synopsis really quick, what I'm finding is like, you know, it's misleading sometimes when I just do the, the IMDb thing, just to keep it consistent, I do that because they have this very brief, like one sentence synopsis. But then if you scroll down, there's a storyline and usually that's a little bit more, you know, a little more to it. So like the, the, the the synopsis is just a small town is taken over by an alien plague, turning residents into zombies and all forms of mutant monsters. Pretty open. Storyline here gets much more specific. In this blend of the B-movie classic The Blob, 1958, and some Romero zombies films, that's 
incorrectly spelled. Um, a meteorite collides in a small town. Grant finds it and is infected by a parasite worm, which installs in his brain and causes him a creepy transformation into a monster. Starla, his wife, and Bill, a policeman, will try to stop him and the plague of worms generated by the creature. Yeah. Now that's a synopsis. Yeah, there Even we go. if it's a little bit hey, grammatical. That's what I'm correct. talking about. Yeah. I love that the, the grammar in there really bugged you. Yeah, it was annoying. But I guess that's why, you know, because they have this, the synopsis at first is uncredited, yep. but the storyline is always, this one was written by Alejandro Frias, and you got to get your shit together, Alejandro, because I'm reading your fucking shit on a podcast in front of tens of You're embarrassing billions us. of embarrassing people. Us. You make me sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So not when, that, Al- not when that Alejandro you know. and Ken Reed check their mentions, they're yeah. going to be like, what the fuck happened on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know. Uh, that's why I lost a lot of listeners what's what's happened in this podcast. <laughs> that's the goal so, with each one. Real, mm-hmm. real quick though, like Michael Rooker, I don't know why, but in the cre- end credits of the, the film, he is has like the bottom casting. It says like and Michael Rooker, and for me, this whole movie is about him. Yeah, like totally. Nathan Fillion's great, but Michael Rooker is fucking awesome. Yeah. And how much stuff did he put on throughout this whole movie? Maybe, yeah, maybe that, he that, chose that because I mean, it's not like. He worked with James Gunn tons and times before this. Like I think he did James Gunn did he, he do Henry Portrait of the Silly Killer? Yep, with him as well, and like right. a, a bunch of other stuff. And then uh, he's it, in the Guardians, and of, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. He, he always character. works with Mike Rooker. Like, they fucking. Love I think each sometimes other. when they say and something that yeah. actually draws more special attention. That somebody that was yeah. like be third build. So. Sometimes yeah. it was just and it gives them a little bit of like a special. Notation. Like in Law and Order, the last person right. that they say is right. always is, is like, always the killer, the celebrity guest, or the right, 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 exactly. Well, fine, I stand corrected. I just, I just wish that the whole movie they just it was just photos of him putting on special effects makeup and people just being like it's insane right. <laughs> it took, <laughs> it took uh, 19 hours <laughs> James Gunn's uh, great I think this might be his first like actually big movie like Henry was big but not like this like big feature film this was like his biggest film thing. because he was he was, he was out of Trump trauma yeah. which is referenced a lot in here Lloyd Kaufman is in this movie mm-hmm. and also they're like uh People are watching Toxic Avenger. Oh yeah, wait. Who does Lloyd TV. Kaufman play? He plays like some barfly. Okay, uh, okay. Some sad drunk. Um, but yeah, James Gunn's great, and from very like horror, punkish horror beginnings to directing Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. Yeah. I follow his uh, his Instagram his account too. It's really cool to check out. Um, it's like it, a lot of it is Guardians of the Galaxy, like behind the scenes. But you can tell he's a very um, practical effects driven guy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's this, really cool. Right. Account. Especially for a movie like this for yeah. 2006 and yeah, having exactly. so much practical effects is crazy. And that's one of the reasons it's the great. Guardians of the Galaxy movies are so cool. Cause yeah. obviously there's a shitload yeah. of CGI, but there's a lot of attention to the practical effects. Too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, trauma dude, man. Yeah, yeah. He's an old school trauma dude. Like right. that's, so did he, he's did, not going to give that did shit he up. Work, what, what, did, what was his capacity uh, with trauma? Uh, I think he did. Wait, wait, I think he might've done trauma and Juliet, which is probably their biggest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like one of their biggest, yeah. uh, trauma movies that they had okay. besides like Toxie and all that stuff. Yeah, I was a. I'm a huge fan of the the combination of CGI and practical effects in this. Me too. Because it really holds up quite well, and it's deeply fucking disturbing. Yeah. Everything except for the deer. It's awesome. Yeah, and I the think the deer is kind of silly. I think that's it, kind of evil. It's supposed to be evil. It's yeah. very evil. Dead. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's. Yeah, I think it, it. This movie holds up probably effects wise the best, but also I guess it was the most recent. But my favorite thing was watching the. Um, uh, the special effects, like behind the scenes footage that they had, because for that scene where that um, where the girl's in the uh, bathtub and she has the slug in her mouth, it's like she's literally holding on to 
a vinyl slug and with her mouth. And there's an effects guy who has a fishing line on it who's just off camera going, like just wiggling it. (laughs) And the actress is just standing there with Mm. that hand, like just trying to pull it out of her mouth. And it was, I was like, that is so dumb and so effective. (laughs) It worked. It was very silly. And also they had that thing where they were trying to illustrate that there were like slugs crawling around the outside of the truck. And they did that just by shining light. And it was just like, it was like, it kind of looked like sperm as it was like climbing over. And they said they saved thousands of dollars because they wanted to do like a computer animation. And they were like, we can just do this by doing like a shadow thing. And it's way cooler. It's way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Smart. Well, that's just an, that right there is exactly what we were talking about before the difference between the craftsmanship of practical effects and CGI. Like that was an intelligent decision that ended up looking cooler than a cheap or not a cheap, but an expensive CGI shot that would have looked stupid. Yeah. You know, it's just an example of the more that you can do with practical effects, the better in the long run. Always. Yeah. It's funny too, because I mean, in retrospect, I watched both versions of the thing. Well, the one that mm-hmm. they made in the two, when was it? Like 2014? 2011. 2011. 2011 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, and the John Carpenter. I really Car- hated that. The John Carpenter original. So, like, I, I had mixed feelings about it because they did, again, a, a mix of practical and special effects. Yeah. And some of the practical effects were fucking terrifying. Like, they were really well executed. Mm. But then, like, the arm of the thing would be a special, would be a special effect. Mm-hmm. And it would be the only part of it where I'd be like, oh, this is, this is dumb. Like, I don't know why but my brain so quickly identified it and i just have hatred for those nerds who animate skin it's like what you think you're better than me because you went to college but some guy (laughs) some guy fighting through his latex allergy to make masks for people as i assume (laughs) (laughs) must be developed because i've seen that in every season of face off that at least one person has a serious latex allergy and only finds out about it mid-season because they almost die it's it's a thing that happened too far to my dream (laughs) (laughs) no i broke my arm (laughs) Um, yeah, I love this movie. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's good. They uh, what James gonna said about this is that he, it's a horror movie that has funny parts, but it's not a horror comedy. Is what he wanted. Okay. Oh, I, I wonder what, how it's built. I think it's yeah. true. I feel like it is kind of like a horror comedy. It's bi- on IMDb, it says comedy horror sci-fi. Yeah, I mean that, but that's I mean. That's how they build on there. It's not what James Gunn from his. I think that's literally just alphabetical because you see that a lot, you know, like with a horror comedy, and it'll say comedy horror, and it's like it's like Evil Dead. It's clearly horror, but there's elements of comedy. Yeah, sure. I think that that's like just an alphabetical genre listing when you see that. God, I I really. um, This movie is uh, weird in a lot of ways, but I think it's It's really fucking weird. Yeah, because the the. Multiple times in which people are infected, whether it's Michael Rooker infecting um, the woman who will later pop as the uh, the kind of like worm queen, mm-hmm, or yeah. or like um, when that giant fat guy at the end joins the pile of people, it is now, so that is some fucked up shit, <laughs> unbelievably gross. Like it yeah. is, mm-hmm. it is deeply disturbing. Yeah. And then afterwards, they're like, "Let's cut to some people dancing." Right? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Oh my god. <laughs> it's got a, it, it, yeah. It, it's very tongue in cheek. It's very smart. It's not like stupid comedy. It's like it's just well done, and it's like yeah, like really weird juxtapositions like that. Like yeah, it's, I mean, clearly James Gunn is just like a smart fucking dude. You yeah. know, like it's just really funny how he does those little things. This movie is also a very uh, referential movie to other uh, hard stuff, like the stuff with yeah. trauma, and also they just name 
the mayor, R.J. McCready. Right, <laughs> right. Who is the main character yeah, of, the thing, of the thing, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's wild. He has a lot of respect for the genre. And a lot of people have talked shit about this being a ripoff of Night of the Creeps, but I think it is actually very original idea within that realm for everything this for brain slugs that we've talked about the the idea it's it exists in its own world pretty well i think yeah totally i I don't think it's too much of like oh that's just the same thing redone i think what we found is like that these these uh, uh, like a a trope in the brain slugs movies is that they have to pay homage to that 50s movie sure that's just a part of it but i agree acknowledge where you come from yeah right right exactly but it it's not over. It's not done as hardcore in this as it is, you know, in like even like Night of the Creeps. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it does exist in its own world a little bit more. But there are weird homages. And here's something, Owen, that I wanted to ask you about. Oh boy, did you notice the music that started playing when the cops are getting their shotguns out? Yeah, they play the Predator it's the theme. Predator it's the music. Predator theme. Yeah, yeah. What is it was that unbelievable. About? <laughs> it made me so happy. What is that? Uh, I don't know. I was watching this with my girlfriend last night, and I stood up and was like, "That's the Predator I did thing." The same fucking That's thing. The I stood thing. up, yeah, 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 yeah. and that she was just like, "I do not care." The snare and the piano. Yeah, it's very subtle, and it's for like ten seconds, but it's the fucking Predator thing. It's quiet. I was like, "It's oh my god, it made me so happy." It seeped into my my subconscious. I was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "It's the fucking Predator music." And you left because I left. I stood up off the couch and was like, "Fucking Predator." It's the predator. <laughs> Amazing. Eureka. Yeah. It was so good. That's weird. But what, what the fuck was the point of that? I don't care. It was great. <laughs> it it, made me, it, it was just still, made yeah. me happy. And again, like this whole idea that it's paying homage, because the whole the whole point is that the hunting season has to get canceled because this guy has gone absolutely yeah. uh, insane. He started killing animals. Um, and then this girl is missing. And like that is the extent of it. And again, just like in Jaws, there's a mayor who doesn't want to cancel. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought about was Jaws. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, like, right, well, right, it's right. hunting season. We need hunt season. We can't let right. all these people die and interfere with hunting season. That's yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't thought about that. That's very Jaws. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. And again, like it's um, in this one, they did a weirder, it was, they did a weird job of kind of establishing. Again, it's like, it's, it's a school related thing because Elizabeth Banks is a teacher. Um, and then like, again, she's kind of being not like she isn't getting harassed by her students, but like her students don't somehow respect her. And like, there's these weird elements that kind of pop up throughout all of these where like the love interest happens to it's all school related. I, I just, I think that there's an homage element of each of these, but I think that what Slither executes on better than any of them is that hive mind thing. And it's so mm. well done when oh, people yeah. are, when people start finishing each other's sentences yeah. when they're in the really woods. Funny. Like, oh, you said you'd leave me, love me better for better or worse, and then they're right. much, much fucking worse. So, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, the, wife's duty. Yeah, they I keep love, going back to this. I love lines. that. I, I love the the whole thing of Elizabeth of Starla and Grant about Grant being the monster, and he is this high mind creature. But there's also just this giant part. I don't know whether it's just a a giant part of Grant being there or of them like having like sex after he's tur- after he's a creature and right. like falling in love with her in that way or like kind of fe- just all that just kind of meshing together. But he still loves her, and the creature also loves her both right. at the same time because she, in the end, she also kind of appeals to just the creature. As well as Grant, like you've right. been alone for so long, you've been so lonely, yeah. and you've had no one else. Like, let me be there with you. Also, she's appealing to Grant and the fucking hive creature at the same time. It's it's strange, and it's I think it's cool how they make that relationship and well, how they make Starla 
him connect with Starlight that way. Because even when he's a creature, he doesn't want to, as much as he wants to, the as a creature, he wants to impregnate her. He stops himself and, like, does it to this other lady like, yeah. that he doesn't give a shit about. Right. So, yeah. One thing, too, like, very early on, they established that Grant is, like, a possessive husband. He's a possessive mm. and controlling husband. Um, and it later, you know, it later informs what he is as a monster. Yeah. But it is interesting because yeah. I didn't detect that the way you did, where that the creature also really cares for her. Because that's a great line in it when she was like, it was as if he was exploring my body for the first time yeah. last night. And when they're about mm. to have sex, he is crying. He's already the creature, but I think he's crying because he knows that he's fucked. Yeah, the, this, you know what this I mean? Slither just had he's... that really weird dichotomy of like how much of a Grant is in there and how much is the alien. Yeah. And it makes you wonder. Because we get a weird start with Grant because Grant wants to have sex with Starla and Starla doesn't. So we're kind of like establishing the relationship as Grant yeah. being a bad guy, but I don't necessarily think that's the truth. It's kind of just like a It's slice. like she does. She does it's love a, him. Yeah, she, she does, does care they for do, him. I think they do truly love each other, but yeah. like this is kind of just this weird slice that we get right away to kind of like right. fuck with the viewer and like kind of how it goes and him turning the well, monster. Because, yeah, because but I find he, him largely sympathetic as just being this creature. Like, you didn't want this. I find him sympathetic yeah. as an actor who's wearing, yeah. like, 900 pounds of prosthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because early on, when he goes to the bar, presumably because he wants to go out and get wasted, he has an opportunity to have an affair, and he, yeah, he doesn't. He, doesn't. And then he, gets, he was just he, mad, and, you know? Just yeah, he was, just, he was mad. And it was, I, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. He's, like, just a sympathetic monster character in this. Like, he's, it's like, yeah. uh, it's like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Mm. Wherein, like, he becomes infected with this awful mutation, but like early on, he's a decent dude. He's just kind of a shitty husband yeah. who just just needed to work on himself. Yeah, and in order up. to do so, he has to form a hive mind with everyone in town. <laughs> and I think one of the things that made it deeply unsettling the hive mind scene at the very end, when um, when Starla starts to uh, really remind him of warm and happy feelings. All the people who are attached to Grant all start smiling and writhing. Yeah. They all look so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, that's horrible. It's just it is, I, it is disgusting. Yeah. I am very surprised that my girlfriend watched the whole movie. Yeah, it's just so gross. Um, yeah, this movie is just gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's unpleasant. But, oh. Also, just for the last leg like, of just talking about uh, the relationship, like James Gunn, I feel he fucks with the audience so much for their relationship because even for Starla. They try to discredit uh, her as a person a little bit in the relationship as being like, oh, she's just in it for the money. Then right. also having, oh, Nathan Fillion, he's has a party. He has a, a torch. He's been holding a torch yep. for her. So, of course, they're going to get together or something like that because they are the ones who really belong together, but they don't. And that yeah, and doesn't a, happen. It's just stupid it's trope. Really it's like, why, it's you, just, you should, you're rooting for them because he's the younger, handsome guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you exactly. actually? Yeah. I, and I think it's cool how they kind of subvert that kind of, yeah. the, those expectations of what you think that's going to, how that's going to end up. Right. It doesn't end up that way. Well, I mean, they do kind of end up together. Well, she they kisses end up alive. his hand. Yeah, they both, they end up alive. Yeah. And do you all... think they get together? I think they get together. Yeah, I think well, that's Grant's dead. You know, well, I mean, but you know, the, the also the, the mm. thing is though, but they do establish the fact that they they knew each other as kids, and they have the whole yeah. like Hollywood runaway fantasy for sure. each other. So they're more kind of yeah, the they are kind of the meant to be together couple of the movie. You know, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so that um oh that scene in the woods where the woman has been um uh 
filled with warm creatures and pops. Um, I watched the behind the scenes of that scene, and that actress was not did not read the script before she came out for like her makeup test and stuff. And like they, she read the first scene, read for the first scene, and they were like, "Oh, you're great, you're perfect, you're you're awesome. Let's fly you out." And they do that, and she was not aware that like that is how she died. And so she read the script on the flight over. It was just like horrifying. Oh, God. Like, what the fuck is this? I I read awesome. something similar where they where she also she had extreme like claustrophobia and hated meat also. So she didn't <laughs> she movie. didn't know any of that. So like then she has to go in because that thing was a giant prosthetic. I know it's incredible uh, balloon that she had to go oh, inside. Wow. It's like a and, big like, machine. Put her face in. Wow. And it's got like yeah. pneumatic. Everything oh, it looks it's such fucking nightmares. It's, it's a wild nightmares. It built of. that whole that whole balloon person. Wow, I was wondering that because it's clearly CGI mm-hmm. when it bursts. But yeah, yeah, it does yeah. look very convincing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because they made Something's it. Wrong with Something's me. wrong with me. <laughs> They're tearing me apart. Sammy, me that possum over there. <laughs> so gross. Oh, uh, the whole flesh eating stuff is so gross. I ain't seen yeah. anything like this. And I watch Animal Planet all the time, yeah. which is the mayor in this is so he's good. so good, man. He's such yeah. a piece of shit. He has such, such a good. He has such a good brain. Man, we're like giant squid. It tried to get squid. in my mouth. What kind of thing wants you to eat it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great brain slug line. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. It is redneck podunk town, dude. Yeah, where all this shit's Dr. going Pim. down. No, it, it, it's awesome. <laughs> I it think awesome. I think Nathan Villian too. Uh, there's. This is the exact sort of movie where he thrives, where it's like, it's not a huge movie. Uh, the people who he's see it. He's from Firefly, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I never, I watched a couple episodes of that. But yeah, but he's. That's why I knew him from. I, 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 I love him in this movie where he's like, he has reactions where like when somebody shoots vomit at him for like the, the second time, where he like, he like, he leans back yeah. with like with a reaction that like. Where he's like offended and also <laughs> yeah. nearly injured, yeah. but also he like if you look, he isn't in a scene previously where he knows that they can like shoot vomit like yeah. this. But he, when he when it misses him, he's just he's like so baffled, <laughs> as if it was the first time he had even seen it. And also, right. there's a part where he's like trying to leap over a fence and he biffs it. He just straight up his leg goes out. Yeah, and he yeah. Falls. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so glad that that's the sort of stuff that they included right. in this because there does need to in one of these movies. There very rarely is a person who's just like, all right, this is insane. Yeah. Like, like in not a freak out way. Like, this is, we're in goofy circumstances, yeah. folks. Like the favorite line yeah. that I said before is like when they're watching the bodies go into Grant, the guy takes off his robe and like gets in there and he's like, now that is some fucked up shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. yeah I love the part. Thank the, you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I love the part where uh, Elizabeth Banks uh, kills the guy with the signpost and she's stabbing it into him and screaming. And the mayor's just like, that's one hardcore bitch. <laughs> Feminism. Oh, um, <laughs> what are the, like this, this movie is great. I mean, it, it really is. It's my second favorite of the three of these, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably the same. Creeps, Slither, Faculty. Oh, I was going Faculty yeah. all the way, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, pardon me. Pardon me. But, it's probably it, it is third for me, and I really like it. But Night of the Creeps just blew me the fuck away. Yeah, and the faculty is just I think it's kind of a classic. So like, 
Yeah. And Slither I like, I think is a good movie, Fair but it, they're not quite on that level of the other two for me. I remember I was very, very excited about this movie when it came out, because yeah. 2006, I was like, I'm like, I was begging for a creature feature. Yeah, dude. totally. Like, yeah. at the time, I'm like, oh, fucking thank God. Is that the year, and like, Drag Me to Hell came out this year, too, right? There was, yeah, I think there, so. There were some, like, really fucking yeah. good, like, yeah, practical effect horror movies that came yeah. out Hell yeah. in 2006. So what do you think it was? Uh, do you th- I think that a lot of times that a lot of these movies kind of come out because they're kind of an answer to stuff that happened previously. But do you think that it took four years for us to kind of exit, for lack of a better word, some of the garbage that was coming out in the late 90s with like the I Still Know What You Did Last Summer those kind of slasher movies that really didn't have like a voice that weren't really that interesting. I like I, I know what you did last summer, but yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Is, <laughs> I'm not offended. Well, I meant it offensively. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Post scream slasher stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, you mean we, like what brought about like, yeah, this creature feature, like as you said. And don't say 9-11, guys. 9-11. Well, no. Well, it went like scream, uh, then like post scream slasher stuff yeah like a slasher revival shit with yeah. like new nightmare and jason x and all that bullshit urban legend don't urban forget. legends and then it you went, didn't like jason x <laughs> and and then it was no, like the for, only one i don't like uh probably about four or five years was uh j-horror okay uh just yeah just remakes of, ja- of japanese horror movies dark water pulse yeah. uh that was like it's shutter uh yeah. all that stuff wait what was pulse uh pulse it's uh kind of like a, an evil internet yeah. Video um, movie Cairo was uh, the Japanese movies. Dude, that movie yeah, is yeah, fucked. I remember that one. I never watched the English one, but the Japanese one is like what a morbid, fucked up movie. It's kind of forgettable. Yeah. I, 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 I really, dude. I, I don't remember it, anything. About it was it. fucked up, dude. It was bleak. You want to forget it? Um, but I feel like that was those years, and then uh, I think there's kind of a resurgence of like finally some original ideas coming out. I do like some, I, some I, classic I, people. You know, you know, Raimi with. Drag Me to Hell and Slither and all that stuff. It's interesting. James Gunn went on to make Marvel movies, and Sam Raimi had finished making Marvel movies, and they both yeah. started <laughs> yeah. 2005, 2006 yeah. by making seriously good horror movies. Because Drag yeah. Me to Hell was excellent. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell was it's, great. It, if you look at like um, 2006 horror movies, it is totally like kind of what you were saying. The host. I mean, that's not so much a horror movie, you know, but a yeah. lot of those post-slasher movies, too, like See No Evil was a really shitty mm-hmm. one, Final Destination 3. One of WWE's film's best yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring yeah, Final, Final Destination, that falls into the... Saw the, the, the 3, post, Silent post Hill, uh, Oh, Hills yeah, Eyes. we are also, we are also transitioning ones. into torture porn stuff. Yes, uh, Saw 3 came out. With Saw and Hostel and all that stuff, that was totally going on, like, up until, like, 20, like, 10 really was, like, the... Right, like 20, 2005, 2010 is like torture. Porn. So, so yeah. really, Japanese I guess horror stuff. Yeah, I, I do wonder sometimes because it, it, I think that this is the sort of, I think Slither maybe isn't. I a, always a, know what you did last summer. <laughs> one of your favorites, I'm sure. I'll always and I'll never forget forever what well, you did that summer a long time ago. Yeah, I really <laughs> care about this thing. I'm really, it's like just get over it. Bro. Still thinking mm. about that summer. Yeah, <laughs> like you wrote it in there. Remember that summer? <laughs> I, I do think that. I wonder now that, like, as we talk about these movies, when we think about Slither in comparison to a lot of the other movies that came out around the same time, I wonder if in the future your creepy scab-covered children will be mm-hmm, having their yes. podcast and they're talking about a movie that stands out. And I wonder if Slither has that kind of staying power 
maybe that Night of the Creeps had? Or do you think that it really Night of the Creeps really does stand completely? I, I think it does stand on I its think own. It does. This, I think this will always kind of be re- regarded as like an underrated but pretty good horror movie. Yep. You know, I, I was talking to my buddy Flaherty, a friend sorry, of the show. Sorry, sorry. Do you mean uh, Night of the Creeps or do you mean Slither? Slither. I'm talking about, yeah. Uh, uh, um, underrated horror movie. Okay. Yeah, that's how I think. I don't think it's going to be looked at as like this monumental like horror movie, but like um, Flaherty and I were talking and he's like, oh, I just watched Slither. Before I told him about the Brain Slugs episode, he's like, I watched Slither recently. He's like, I forgot that that was actually like a well-made horror movie. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And it's true. I mean, it is a well, I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, I do like this. I, I, I do think it's original, but I don't think there's any real like groundbreaking stuff here. Yeah. I think it's just well-made and proof that but, James Gunn but people, is dope. People still watch for like fans for horror. That's the unique thing about uh, horror is like fans of the genre are fans of the genre. It's not like they're always going to be able to dig up that shit. Those, yeah. those little like diamonds like, in the rough are like, just as fun to find. Like as no, the big like cult, no cult one class. in how many people this year do you think watched like the movie The Postman with Kevin Costner? You know, like no one gives a shit. Maybe one person. Like no one gives one a, very sad yeah person. yeah like like no one gives was a that shit a movie about that came out this year all these other bad no movies. no 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 I'm just saying oh my like, god no example but like no one gives a shit about all these other movies but like for horror like it's all there and everyone wants to watch them all it's like they're right. a fucking Pokemon like you want to fucking watch them all collect yeah. them all like whatever. as an example matters us existed or watching had, these three or had any <laughs> exactly. semblance of being good if you like horror and you're in that niche then you want. Right, you want to fucking see them. So, like, as far as far as like people watching Slither, I think people watch Slither forever. You know, as long yeah. as horror exists, because it, you know? it's good. It's good yeah, enough. It's good enough. To, so, to, to be so within the genre, mob, yeah. for people who like the genre, they're always, people are always going to fucking watch it. And I think yeah. that's how it works for all horror. That's and I think like it's kind of about it. It's the most recent example we have of like a brain slug movie, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Has there Bill, been anything? I mean, like I'm sure those Val Kilmer yeah. movies came out in the oh, interim. Yeah, the Thaw did. Get, the Thaw okay. came out after, but that. Kind of, that's like stupid. but there's plenty of shit. I, th- that, I think that's, that's more like the, the that's thing more like related. But slugs? Speci- right, we're talking specific yeah. brain slugs. Yeah, I mean Slither is kind of the most recent example we have. Yeah, well, I mean at least it's the best most recent. Example. Yeah, true. 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 I'm sure there's some real shitty like sci-fi movies until sci-fi they do movies. another. Uh, until they were due with like the fourth remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yeah. or something like that. Oh my god, no way! So yeah. is there actually a new one coming out? New one? What of Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, okay. like they they always are. Kind of, I mean, right now they've been mining stuff for so much, so many right. back things. And again, I think you guys were looking at that uh, compendium of horror book covers. And like, I, yeah. I honestly do think that there's an opportunity. If it isn't body snatcher movies or brain slug movies, I think we got to do giant crabs, baby. Giant crabs love a giant, giant crab. crab movie. Only crabs I can think of in a horror movie. Uh, fuck. In what, Godzilla, there's this movie with Eliza Dushku where it's like which it's Godzilla? like Jumanji. Oh shit! It's a very early on scene in which uh, there's a giant crab monster. I think it's one of the early Mothra movies where these people are oh. trapped on an island oh, because well, the crab monster keeps emerging. A, I think it's a okay. more of a lobster. I will wear your face to your family's Thanksgiving, you monster. I think it's a lobster, bruh. Okay. I don't think it's crab, because in Godzilla 2000, Correction, In Godzilla 2000, they have, like, all of the monsters. Like, every single one, like, comes. And they all fight. Oh, Godzilla 2000? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or Final Wars, maybe? Maybe it's Final Wars, Godzilla Final Wars. I don't know which There's one. There's only one, like, re- the 1957 Attack of the Crab Monsters, and then we didn't really get any crab monsters. Yeah. All right, or so there's an Elijah Dushku movie, you said? Yeah, well, some crabs eat some guy's eyes, but that's about it. What? 
What fucking it's movie? Like, are Africa, you it was like a sci-fi original movie. Bro, uh, you might be, it's like Jumanji. Is this except fanfic? There, there is the scene in no. uh, I Know What You Did she, Last Summer where they find a body in the trunk covered in crabs, and it's oh, hella see, gross. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't forget what it's called. It's stupid. <sighs> she, that, I'm sorry. That's wrong, wrong turn? Is it no, wrong she, no, turn? She, no. She turns into like some type of like fairy demon creature in the end. It's like it's like a board game. It's like a, a board game horror movie. Again, I think it's just fan fiction. Yeah, that brand name that you have. That that scene in um. Look up Eliza Dushku's IMDb right now. We will fucking. Oh God. So I I, 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 I love. I will. I will say this again. I mean, I love horror movies. Obviously, I'm here. I like this podcast. My favorite thing that never has happened in a horror movie is you've never seen a guy set up a corpse for a jump scare like that. And just once, I would love to see some guy like working out. He's got like all the crabs and some of them are dead and he's like picking out the dead ones and he's just like, like just like he pops the trunk but he's like the wrong car and right. like he, they drive in and he's like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. He's like, just <laughs> to go catch back up to him. I just want once there to be this issue that they have to address because they never do it. <laughs> like it's just, this guy is able to be everywhere at once. Oh God, I think I came up with a good idea for a movie. <laughs> you get it, baby. This yeah. podcast is for right. incubating ideas. We, sh- we should end. I'll ask Eliza the next time. It, well, she's got the comedy studios to- Maybe when they make the new comedy studio, Eliza will start coming around again. She used to come to the comedy studio all the fucking time. Oh, right. That's yeah. your girl. Yeah, I forgot. I'll ask her, be like, hey, what's that? Open graves, baby. Open graves. That's Open what I'm talking graves. about. Okay. Mm-hmm. I fell in one of those. All right. Yeah, yeah I know those things. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Eight. Uh, a group of surfers discover an old board game. What? Which claims a life every time it is played. And what? a surfer's eyes eaten by crabs. <laughs> wow. I've yeah. never. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I'm going eight slugs on Slither. I think it's solid. I think it's worth rewatching. I'll give it. I'll give it seven point five slugs. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna give it. Uh. Also seven point five slugs. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to give it 7.5 uh, Elizabeth Banks and Nightgowns. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I think about that. Let's, yeah. say, let's break it up from Jon Stewart goatees and slugs. Yeah, I heard uh, James Gunn cast her because she has a very Hitchcockian uh, look ah, to her. She does, doesn't she? Which she does. And you know, he was also dating um, Jenna Fisher at the time. Who, yeah, who is the who d- is, police dispatcher. Who oh, is she was fam. great. She's really funny in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they're like, hey, call the CDC. Centers for Disease Control. Uh, Got it. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Owen, thank you very much for being here. I had an absolute blast. Each one of these films was good and great, and I'm delighted. Yeah. I'll follow Thunderbark Comedy. Yeah. Uh, Come to one of mine or Brandon's shows. (laughs) I'd say just follow your dreams. Um, Yeah. Also follow your dreams. Marketing out of this and just follow your dreams and be who you want to be. Unless it's a musician. Unless it's a musician, you might Mm -hmm. not want to do that. Yeah. Quit immediately. And if you're a musician, just have find a horror movie podcast to. uh, fall back on f- for yeah. financial reasons hey <laughs> hey and you know what this podcast was too long no sorry <laughs> we got very drunk making it i'm no sorry, sorry mom no sorry <laughs> oh like, i didn't drink anything like favorite uh <laughs> review and uh, uh right on thanks for having me good night everyone mm-hmm. nice gang <laughs> good cast gang good cast <laughs>